Go. Jay, so the thing, you know, I talked about the Instagram. Obviously, I'm new to the Instagram, <clears throat> right? The IG. The thing that Instagram really is trying to get me into is these slap, slap competition videos, right? I thought you were going to say slut. <laughs> <laughs> videos <laughs> some of the, some of those videos do come up but they're clearly not as well funded as the slap league yeah that's right? my own personal preference so i'm really trying to avoid watching these videos yep because this slap league thing power slap power slap power slap this is a weird sport right it's not a sport hmm. i think three things define a sport okay tell me competition check skill I don't know. Is there skill in slapping uh, someone? I don't think so. And Clearly, these boys can slap hard. And it has to be physically arduous. Oh, it's definitely physically arduous. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. So I don't think it's a sport because it lacks a skill element of it. I don't really understand how they've got kind of any kind of approval to do this as a sport because it seems so dangerous. <clears throat> it is so dangerous because you just slap it. You have to do, I don't know, four or seven slaps and then one of you gets knocked out. Because and it's does it always end in a knockout? No. Have you ever watched it? I've seen highlights because it, it the UFC. This is it. the thing, yeah. So UFC. I'm seeing the highlight videos. So from my perspective, what I'm seeing is a lot of people getting knocked out, mm. and it's not good. And I can understand why they think that's a a marketable competition because people love to see knockouts in MMA, don't they? They do, but like, earned, right? Not because it's 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 free brain damage. It's stupid to stand there and let someone slap you it's so, so hard stupid, it might knock mate. you out. It's so bad, mate. And Dana's pushing it. And Dana, Dana says at his press conferences because he's getting a lot of shit for it. You know, when the UFC verse came about, people were criticizing, critical of this. And this is just going through the same thing. But it's not the same thing. There's <clears throat> so much more skill involved in any other combat sport, isn't there? Mate, you know what? I hate to say this, but even darts is better than power slap. And I hate darts. Darts. 180! <laughs> That's all I know. But, you know... I used to work the darts. Really? So when I was in events, one of the um, events that I used to uh, do the operations for was the uh, Unibet Masters. No way. It's a cool atmosphere. Like a real party atmosphere when you go yeah. to the darts. It sounds yeah. like a... To me, on the outside... It, so I've never been one for the pub or... Oh, yeah, it's not going to suit sporty. you if you don't like the pub. Exactly, right? So the way I see it, it's more of a lout activity. <laughs> You're a lout, you drink a lot, and you don't play sport ever. It's full of groups of people. Hello, <laughs> drink, throw this dog. Most, you know, a slightly higher proportion of guys, but a lot of ladies do. But it's full of groups, like yeah. large groups, and sometimes they're all dressed up, like fancy dress style, and they're all heavy on the alcohol. Yeah. And it does look fun, to be That's fair. That's not my scene. But yeah, it's it's a very busy one at the bar. But Johnny likes it. <laughs> Johnny likes the dance. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, he must be right. We got to talk about Johnny. Johnny's classic. Uh, <laughs> Johnny is classic darts because of his nogi game. Oh my god! So I would say Johnny Northern Johnny best <laughs> nogi game in the club. A hundred percent. He's and got- when I say in the club, I might mean the extended ZR team, the universe. <laughs> Might be the universe. Because if you haven't seen it, all you need to know is... <laughs> so Johnny comes to training yesterday. And this was really funny to me. Do you, do you want to do an introduction? Because this might take a while. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I totally... Feel, okay, guys. Welcome to Better Than Average Podcast with... 
just the coaster dropping is fine. Jay's house is really posh, so you have to use a coaster. You have to use a coaster. This this oak table is not doing very well. It needs re-oiling. Anyway, welcome to Better Than Average Podcast with me, Jay. As always, Chris. He's right up there in terms of skill. <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> he really is. Skill and as always... Normally, Herc, he's at daycare because of Bank Holiday Monday. Doggy daycare. Doggy daycare. He's being terrorized probably by another dog. Yeah, a poodle. No, not today. It's, uh, I don't know what it is today. No. Just some other dog. Got to toughen Herc up. Got to, nah, he's fine. I like him. <laughs> I like him like this. <laughs> big softy. Yeah, he's a big softy. So, Nogi. Okay. Yep. So, <clears> my <throat> friend Ash comes along to his first ever jiu-jitsu session. Brilliant. Okay. Now, things I didn't tell you about Ash. Ash was the rugby team freshers wrestling champion at his university what does that even mean <laughs> so you would love this There's so okay. many things so the rugby boys mm. they at his uni not at mine what uni did he go to middlesex where's that is that in uh brentford oh i don't know you're asking the wrong guy <laughs> so anyway he went to middlesex uni and his rugby team did a thing basically freshers wrestling champion okay so anytime you could get challenged or spontaneously wrestled by the other freshers in the rugby team. Oh, wow. Doesn't matter where you are. Nightclubs, anything. Oh, wow. And whoever is the person that wins is the champion. He's a street wrestler. So, <laughs> so he was the champion of his uni. Wow. That's really good. <laughs> so I've been saying to him for years, like, you should come to jiu-jitsu. So I've heard he's, he's got a lot of fight in him. <laughs> and uh, yeah you know well we used to wrestle all the time back in the I day I didn't get to roll with him yesterday I'm sure I'll get to roll with him Ash so anyway yeah if you, you're listening you um, I'm Joe's sure for you. he wants that well, belt well first of all I know <laughs> bring the belt to trade him <laughs> I know you're not going to do one session and quit because you don't seem like the type of guy who's a quitter so I'm sure I'll see you again at loads of other sessions right maybe so no I think he will I think he enjoyed Good. it so anyway Ash is messaging me what do I need for Nogi I was like nothing man I was like, I just, Oil. you know, people just wear like compression tops, shorts, like it's not a big deal. You can wear whatever you want. There's no like etiquette for like jujitsu stuff. Yeah. So he's asked me that question. He shows up. Rubby first top. thing he sees, Northern Johnny. Oh, okay. Who's got a <laughs> pair of, pair of shorts. Look like short jeans. That look like short jeans. And hot pa- hot, is it hot pants? They look like, like hot Daisy pants, Dukes. Yeah. I yeah, like yeah, to call yeah, them yeah. Daisy Dukes. And then he's got a rash guard top that looks like dungarees yeah. and a check shirt. Yeah. <laughs> With a little handkerchief. It's <laughs> <laughs> straight out of Deliverance. Great movie if you like incest. Yeah. It was so funny because I was like, yeah, it doesn't really matter what you, what you need to wear. Like, you know, just any people just, uh, I was like, it's super chill. People just wear like basically like a t shirt and then Johnny. Okay. Shows Johnny up makes in that. the effort. <laughs> Johnny makes the effort in his no geeky. He loves it. And it looks great. He said to me, he was a little self-conscious of the fact there were so many new people. Really? He was like, if there, he knew there were so many new people, he might have chosen. Want something a bit more mellow. <laughs> because it is very different. The thing is, it's it's printed really well. So it looks like he's wearing jeans. It actually does. Look it looks like, like it. And the thing is, for some reason though, it really suits Johnny. Oh yeah. Like Johnny almost looked like he's out of the difference <laughs> when he wears that. <laughs> Careful, he'll make you do the old. I, I just don't know what goes through your head if the first time you walk into jujitsu, because you've obviously got a picture in your mind of what jujitsu is going to be yep. like. And I think people get this wrong, but you have a picture in your mind of what a jujitsu <laughs> practitioner is going to be like yeah. as a personality. And then you walk into Johnny, who appears to be wearing dungarees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's got to um, blow your mind. I think as sessions go for your first, because we had a lot of new folks there yesterday. Yeah, um, loads. First time at the academy, but I've trained before. Uh, maybe Felix nailed it. Separated the class down, which uh, I was impressed. He really was good. prepared for the new He guys. knows what's up, doesn't he? he was good. Also experienced like yourself. Yeah, but I'm sort of a most, uh, more disorganized version of someone like Felix. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had us running around the mat doing a warm-up. I would have been like, you know, let's get going. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> warm up on your own time yeah um yeah it was good it, it was good that you split the class but yeah new people coming in as as classes go um it was fun it was good it was chilled it was great it was really good um <clears throat> and then charlie and i when we roll we're vocal we're, oh god we're yeah, very you vocal guys are getting really roll. vocal yeah. yeah it's it's just so fun to roll with charlie i love rolling with charlie i was rolling with someone next to you guys the other day and we both stopped <laughs> and looked over and i said to him is it weird that we don't enjoy it as much as that? <laughs> if you don't enjoy it like me and Charlie, what are you doing? Sorry, Charlie and I, for you grammar Nazis out there. <laughs> uh, is Charlie and I... You're the grammar Nazi, the, clearly, because you're the person that mentioned it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so my friend's kid is a proper grammar Nazi and he's only six years old. So he was at a family dinner, apparently, and someone tried to walk past him, um, get uh, past the chair. And the lady trying to get past said, can I get past you, please? And the kid said, I don't know. Can you get past me or are you too fat? <laughs> so You did not say that. say that. Because oh, technically oh it's, God. may I get past you? So let's flip this. Mm. That's Sienna. How yeah. are you reacting in that it, situation? She's going to have a bad time. Yeah, you're going to tell her off. Right? I'm going to tell her off. Because I, it's... I, I want to say, what is the correct grammar first? Because <laughs> this might... Decrease your sentence a little bit. <laughs> but no, it's super rude, isn't it? Uh, super rude. Yeah. yeah, it's super rude. You can't be you can't be fat shaming people. No. You no. really can't. <laughs> <laughs> At any point, you know. Isn't I it? mean, five and six year old kids, they do say all sorts of crazy stuff. They do so I mean uh, that doesn't reflect like <laughs> you know, they say things out of left field that you just do not expect. Sienna was rude to you. You gave us a lift home. And Sienna was super rude about your vehicle. <laughs> do you know what? I kinda like it though. Really? Because in a, in a, <laughs> like, I took the, uh, I don't know if I told the story, but so I've offered Sienna and Jay a lift home and I've got car seats in the back. So any parent now is going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I have to take the car seat out for Sienna to go in the back because she's older than Phoebe. And because I've taken the car seat out, underneath the car seat has not been hoovered. A Trevor Trove of yeah. snacks. And which we, everyone knows that's <laughs> a parent. Mine well. is a proper family car anyway, so it is messy. But obviously, when you take the seat, uh, seat out, the back is really messy. Yep. <laughs> like, ooh, dirty. Yeah, ooh, dirty seat. <laughs> so Sienna, come on. And I just laughed and I was like, she's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she does say some stuff. Like, she's pretty good normally. Uh, I thought she was, was all right. I, I, thought, dusted, I dusted it off. I thought that was particularly rude, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were like, just get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, she's got a thing about seatbelts as well. She, she, if I start driving away, she hasn't got a seatbelt on. Straight away, she freaks out. See, this is how I feel like I won Sienna over because having had that slightly awkward interaction, she then got in the car and then I waited and said to her, Sienna, do you have your seatbelt on? And she was like, I'm impressed you did that because my dad doesn't do that. (laughs) Just slamming everyone. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, you know, I think the thing is, especially um, I feel like with kids, you don't want to, you don't want to extinguish that fire too much right no. you want them to be respectful yes 
for sure. Yes. But you also want them to have a bit of fire in them. Yeah. And I think especially important for girls because it's very easy to dampen those flames so much yeah. that I think they become a little less confident to Her say com- what they're really thinking. She's already starting. And I love the fact that she's super confident. <laughs> she, it's already starting a little bit. You can see yeah. with her maturity. Um, at very much only eight. I mean, you've got to shave the edges off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe all oh, the seats look grubby. I mean, before you walked <laughs> in the door, Chris, today, I was really having a bit of a thing with her. She's got this toy dog on a lead. Yeah. And she starts slinging it around. But it's electric, so the, the dog reacts to the remote control. I was like, Sienna, you should stop doing that because the electric, the wire's going to pull out. Grumpy. Grumpy. I did sense a vibe yeah. when I came in. Well, I was came like, in, it was just that. And she had a real grumpy face on her. And yeah. I just said, Sienna, why, why, are you, why are you being sad? We didn't tell you off. Well, Sienna, you know what? If you think you're being told off now, you just wait. <laughs> if you want if you want to act like this, I'll treat you like this. <laughs> we, um, we had a little um, strut from Oscar today. Yeah. Because I took them to the arcade before I came over here. Really? Yeah. That's good going, mate. Yeah, so I, I was really keen to like get them out of the house yeah. early. So we went to um, the Xscape, played in nice. the arcade and stuff. That's awesome, man. And he Such wanted- a good dad, mate. <laughs> You've tried. done so much stuff with your kids this, this, this holiday. <laughs> I've done nothing with Sienna. Well, I was going to ask you, how do you keep your kids occupied? iPad. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel better because I feel bad because keeping the kids occupied is, no, it's, it's hard. one, very difficult. Yeah. Two, exhausting. Yeah. And three, super expensive. This is it. So we do play games. We got, so she, she goes on bike rides and my bike needs a new inner tube and I'll just run with Sienna. Yeah. It's fine. Um, and then we'll, we'll go here, there. We'll do some things here and there. The summer's good. Paddleboarding is awesome. these things? So what have you done this Easter? So we'll go to the park. We'll go to um, my mum's house. Or we'll go to the yeah. arcade. Or we'll go to the... We'll do something. But some of the parents I know are very good at organising what they do. I'm more of a on-the-cusp kind of organiser. Yeah, because next week, I don't know if I want to go to the bloody museum. <laughs> right? I want to know right now. Whether <laughs> I go book it. It's fully booked. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's it. Andrew's very good at organizing stuff. Yeah. We messed it up in summer because in the summer holiday, as soon as Sienna had her last day at school, next day we're off to Sicily for two weeks. Yeah. That was the peak of the holiday. Yeah. And after that. And then you've got time to fill. The time to fill. Oh my God, we've got four weeks to fill up now. <laughs> um, I, st- I st- yeah, we, we sometimes struggle to, because the kids will ask us literally, when, especially when they know I'm off. Yeah. They'll ask us straight away, what are we doing today? What are we doing today? Yeah. What are we doing today? I think, I don't know. Don't ask your mum. <laughs> ask your mum. I'm off the know. podcast. I don't know. I don't really want to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is it. you got two to interview. Being say. a parent is exhausting, isn't it? It's tough. People don't know, do they? If you don't have kids, you don't know. If you don't have kids, um, yeah, you have no idea. You've got lots of free time. You think you don't. You've got you all the free time. You know how people that do jiu-jitsu and have cauliflowers look at each other and there's a recognition? Parents that have kids that yeah. are stropping look at each other, there's a recognition. My tolerance... <laughs> it's like, for, I know. Yeah, I know, yeah this is it, Leah. Exactly, yeah. my, my tolerance for people has um, risen significantly prior to... Uh, sorry, uh, post-having kids. Prior to having kids, I used to be very judgmental. That kid's kicking off... I was like, terrible parenting. Bad, bad discipline. Yeah, yeah. Now I look at a kick it off with a parent, I feel so sorry for that parent. Yeah, but like, yeah, that's not always possible for you to prevent. Yeah, it's not. I saw this dad at the airport once. He had two kids with him and everything just went to shit. So his kids are kicking off. Then the push chair fell over. Everything fell out of the push chair. And you can see he just thought, I just want to die. Just let the world suck me up because I'm done. And I just felt so sorry for him. Or, or kids yeah. crying on planes. If you haven't got kids, and you, you can't stop a kid crying. What are you going to do? Cover their mouth? 
no, right? You can't. You, can't. You, you let them have it out. They don't know how to clear their ears. They don't understand to get rid of the pressure. If you're judging kids on a plane um, that are crying. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Have some sympathy. You don't know until Parents you know. are like those old uh, Vietnam vets. It's like, you don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't there, man. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly what it's like. Uh, some people deal with it a bit better than others, of course. Stress, but you know, it's hard. It's hard to have kids. They are tough. Which yeah. is why I stopped at one. <laughs> <laughs> it's exhausting. I said, uh, I'm not doing this again. What's really nice is we're really lucky that our two are quite close in age. Yeah. 20 months in between. They do play really nicely, but Active sometimes... Dutch. <laughs> Dutch getting after it. <laughs> Some, sometimes they drive each other to destruction. Right, it would have been six months, but well... So. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lou. That's really tickled you, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. So yeah, they're um sometimes they'll they'll keep each other occupied, but not often. Yeah, nah, yeah. I can appreciate that. I think Sienna would um would have liked a sibling, but I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you're a lone ranger. It had to be it had to be twins. If you're gonna give me two kids, you better force it on me at the same time. <laughs> you need someone that's very physically matched towards Jay, otherwise there's a good chance that, you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's tough. You know, I'm fighting off this age, aren't I now? Yeah. Fighting off the age. I, I feel uh I feel like my face is Do you feel like you're getting older? No, not particularly. Like Actually, no. Um, let me rephrase that. When I sit down, like my back was killing me. Yeah, because all of a sudden you're, and I don't know if it's just we spent more time together because mm. of the podcast, but all of a sudden I'm I'm hearing some chinks in the armor because I always viewed. Would you call me? <laughs> <laughs> I always I always viewed Jay as someone that never got sick, never seemed to get injured, and always had so much energy. Yeah, and recently I've started to see you're some, seeing through it. Aren't you? I'm seeing some the. Sort of veneer is cracking. Yeah. It's ugly underneath. It's <laughs> bad, isn't it? So I still don't really get sick very often. Like, no. You probably never really hear me complain about sickness. No. I'm like Sienna. When I do get sick, you don't really know about it. <clears throat> Injuries, though. Oh, my God. Monday session. My back was killing me for the rest of the day. You're not stretching, though, are you, Jay? I need to stretch. <laughs> I think you do need to stretch. It's fine now, isn't it? I think hearing may be the issue. Yeah. So Nigel said, why don't you do some um, yoga for BJJ? I said, like, full disclosure. Does Nigel do that? Yeah. Yoga for BJJ? Yep. Swears by it. Really helps his back. <sighs> Nigel is such a modern man, isn't he? He's good. He's really good at understanding it. And I said, I'll, I'll just heal. I'll just <laughs> will myself to heal. And look, I'm good. <laughs> Squatting 110 kilos, say, like it's nothing. Check you out. Yeah, it's good. We were supposed to lift this week, mate, but we, we never were, did. Oh, tough times this week, actually. <laughs> My apologies. And my clients are all over the place during the holidays. It's all right, mate. They are all over the place. Um, but yeah, so sickness, no. Um, back was hurting, but it's good now. I just keep getting stacked on Monday. Yeah. Constantly getting stacked. And it has a, it's very kyphotic. So it puts your spine into flexion. Yeah. The lower spine and it's, it's hard. So for anybody that doesn't know, when, when someone refers to being stacked in jiu-jitsu, they basically mean they're being folded. So typically you're on the bottom. Person on the top is putting pressure on you in a position that's going to make your body fold over. Yeah. Um, and that is, you know. It's tough. It's a tough on the body. Problematic position to be. Just too many times getting stacked. I'm good at getting folded in half, but it came at a cost. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I had some friends over later in the day and I was not in a good way. You've got friends that outside of jiu-jitsu? Outside of jiu-jitsu. One of them was a jiu-jitsu guy. 
Oh yeah, I was gonna say you gotta have at least one. I say is you, Mark Herman. You know Mark? Have you, have you mm, met him yet? Don't know if I've met Mark. So he he does some Saturdays. You have rolled with Mark actually. He um he hurt his toe. You you know Mark Herman? He hurt his toe. Yeah, hurt his, his toe. toe guy. Is he's a toe guy? <laughs> um, Mark Herman the German. Herman the German. He's not really German. Actually, he is. <laughs> so I'm gonna need you to pull up a picture of Mark. Okay, I'll pull up a picture of Mark. So you, you will recognize Mark when you see him. He was there on Saturday. You trained on no Monday. Did you train on Monday? You trained on Monday, didn't you? No, I don't train Mondays. I work Mondays. Bank holiday, you, you were there. I did work bank holiday. I did train bank holiday Monday, yeah, before work. The guy next to Charlie. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, so he came I over. didn't. I didn't. When you said Mark Herman, the Herman threw me off. Oh yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, I know Mark. So yeah, he, he, he's he, the next military guy, right? No. Is it not? No, no, no. I got into my head he was. Really? Don't know why. No. He, um, he has hurt his toe recently and it's been bad. I went really black. Oh, God. <laughs> really black and blue and yellow. <laughs> Everything went the colors of the rainbow. And Those then, are the really annoying injuries. Yeah, he got caught. Like the sort of like toe injuries oh. that you get in jujitsu, that sort of stuff where if you like stubbed it on the mat. You know, my first. Um, I injured my toe. <laughs> I injured my toe stubbing it on my own leg. Oh, really? <laughs> Trying yeah. to do like one of those step through passes. Yeah, donut. <laughs> just, I just got off balance, caught my own leg as I was trying to step through because they were sort of basing or whatever. We've all injured ourselves doing silly things. Yeah. I injured mine doing a sit through. <laughs> Did a sit through. Little toe caught on the mat. <laughs> the little one. The little one, which is always the little one. Um, so yeah, um, Mark was round with his missus. Um, uh, Phil, uh, my, my other mate, was round with his missus. He's cool. You're struggling to remember, aren't you? Though? It's the age. <laughs> <laughs> Those advanced years. You're I really know. struggling to recall what's going on. Are you sleeping enough? No. Oh, hang on. Probably six hours. Because one thing I have noticed is before the podcast, I reckon you text Jay after nine thirty. That's no it. Res- no. no responses because Jay is asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Now you go to bed late, right? I am. You are taking on more work. Yeah. And his podcast. That, that pays me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I pay my sleep. <laughs> That's the currency of this podcast. Hours of sleep. <laughs> the podcasting game is not a lucrative one, is it? It's not. And uh, I mean, if anything, it costs me. It costs money. Doesn't it? <laughs> We're paying to do it. Um, you know, the, the, the uh, oh my God, my mind, Chris. My mind is struggling. <laughs> so let me get you back on track. Because as you said, I am the glue that holds the podcast together. I'm and the powder. I actually did have a think about it. you are powder your liquid dynamite <laughs> um, so i've got some questions for you okay so i've been thinking about what things we should talk about today Five and ten. i've got a very specific jujitsu question for you okay, okay. nicholas marigali mm. i'm a big fan smash or what is that what you're gonna say oh, smash what? marry or avoid is that what you're gonna say <laughs> <laughs> so marigali yeah do we reckon marigali marigali i'll marry him you, you would marry him. I'd marry him, Nigali. I think he would be hard to live with. You think so? Oh, yeah, you know. I mean, his exploits. For anybody that doesn't know, he's kind of the bad boy of jiu-jitsu, right? He's trying. Which is not a very high bar. No. Because the thing that make the thing that makes him the bad boy of jiu-jitsu is the fact that people hate him. Yeah. Because he does stuff that comes across quite arrogant, doesn't well, he's, it? He's hanging out with Gordon Ryan. He's hanging out with Gordon Ryan. But even before that, it was the... He got himself into a lot of trouble because he threw up a, uh, what, how would you describe it? A, a gang sign, v? baby. <laughs> He's gang signing all over the place. He uh, 
give the finger to someone in the crowd while he was beating someone else at jiu-jitsu. Fair enough. At the, it was at the Wells, I think. <laughs> the it? biggest sort of most prestigious competition. He's got the guy that, controlled right? and he's... <laughs> he's he, yeah, that's bad, isn't it? He's thrown up a side to someone in the crowd. God. Um, that Gordon Ryan influence. <laughs> and the other thing he did was he won a match, slaps the mat, and then said something like, I'm the king of this place. Oh, wow. <laughs> so anyway. Well, you won, so you are. He's a character. Yeah. He's, he's a character. Um, so my question for you is twofold. Mm. So first one, do we consider Merigali to be the goat of the gi? People, yes. people would probably, most people would admit that Gordon Ryan can probably accept that accolade in no gi. Yep. Um, but in terms of the gi. Yes. Do we think Marigali's that I person? think so. And he's exciting to watch in the gi as well. He's super exciting to watch. Um, so here's my question for you. Mm. Okay. Nicholas Marigali training with Gordon Ryan. Yeah. Both very big personalities in jiu-jitsu. Yep. Both now getting trained by the same person. Mm-hmm. Professor Xavier himself. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Danaher. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Danaher. Um, at what point do we think they fall out? Soon. Because I think they fall out soon. Soon. Because I think that's what happened between um, uh, Nicky Rod, Nicky Ryan and Gordon Ryan, Craig Jones. The personalities are too big to be contained in under one mat. (laughs) (laughs) A Uh, lot of egos in one room. Yeah, and they probably are going to fall out. I think they will fall out because I think... Do we see a scenario where Marigali becomes better than Gordon Ryan in Nogi? Possibly. I think possibly, yeah. Yeah, possibly. Because Merigali is uh, a bit of a specimen. He's young as well, isn't he? He's pretty young. How old is he? Do you know? Oh, don't know. I'd have to search it. But younger than Gordon, yeah. certainly, I think. Yeah. Um, if not the same age. Um, so Merigali, obviously super, super successful in the gi. Yeah. Looked good at ADCC, yeah. considering he trained no gi for a very short period yeah. of time. I think if Merigali changes his attention to Nogi and Gordon doesn't change his attention to Gi, I think that's fireworks, isn't it? I mean, Gordon Ryan is just waiting to be beaten. He can't stay at the top forever. No one can. No. Unless you retire early. And I think we're getting to the stage where that will happen in the next couple of years. I think so as well. So yeah, Merigali might be the one to watch, but I like that he's doing so well in the Gi because there's so much talk about the Gi being dead and it's all no Gi. But I don't agree with that at all. I don't think you have to choose. It's kind of when you slam one to promote the other. That's a that's a bad thing to do. They both have their merits and they both have their place. I think I'm I'm a little surprised that you don't see more events that are a bit of a mix. You know, like when you get like one championship yeah. events and they're like MMA K1, yeah. you know, whatever. As in a mixture of gear and no gear, different rule sets. <laughs> like, you, I don't think you see many events that are grappling and it's like this one's ADCC rules, this one is yeah gear. Yeah. Or even just the same rule set, but Gi and Nogi. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you but mean. I suppose that'll be difficult because the rule sets in grappling are all over the place. They really are. There's so many different ones, isn't there? Yeah. There's so many different ones. And that's fine. And, and I don't think some of the rule sets are very friendly to watch. But let's face it, Merrick Eiley made the Gi stuff really fun to watch, didn't well, he? Well, he's exciting because he does have a high submission rate, doesn't he? Yeah, and it is exciting. And, and if those two put the Gi on, if if Gordon Ryan was to put the Gi on, anybody that denies this is probably not paying attention. Put the Gi on, Merigali wins that match. I agree. Like, and he, he, But he should. He, he should He do. just trains That's more in that thing, Gi. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I'm sure Gordon Ryan beats him no Gi. But I'm sure they are both competitive. 
and with I each other. And I think that's the big question is, you know, I'm sure that's what it's like now. But yeah. if you do change it up and you change the training and you train those two guys together yeah. long enough, well, I think that could be interesting. Yeah, I, I, I think it, it, will, it will be. I was surprised at how good Merigali looked at ADCC considering how little no-gi training he'd had. Yeah. Because obviously the, you know, gi jiu-jitsu does translate to no-gi in terms of, you know, grappling awareness. Yeah. Um, but it is a very different sport these days. Typically people are, you know, focus on one or the other. Yeah, that's true. So I, I was surprised how good he looked. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he's really good. But yeah, definitely the gi, uh, the goat. The, gi. <laughs> the goat of the gi. The goat of the gi. Goat of the gi for sure. That's the one, isn't it? He's going to like that. But here's, here's something else, though, just off the back of that quickly. People always say to me, what's, do you see these comments like, what's more realistic, gi or no gi? That is a good question. You know, in terms of the streets and what's your application. Arm? The streets. The streets. And what, what do you think? Depends where you are. Depends what you're wearing. Depends what you're wearing. Depends if you're on the beach. I think it, yeah, if you're on the beach. If you're on the beach, guess what? You fight. Who fights on the beach, though? <sighs> don't know. I don't think many people fight on the beach. I don't, I mean, I like to think that people aren't fighting all over the place. Most people fight when there's alcohol involved and you're generally wearing something. Yeah. So, um. I think if someone's wearing a coat, all of a sudden the key becomes very relevant, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, you've watched John Wick, right? I have watched John Wick what? one. That's all you need to watch. Don't worry about the rest. They are wearing clothes and they are fighting with their clothes. Yeah. So I would say overall, probably gi because you can grab you stuff and chuck around. more applicable to I the do. I do, yeah. I say train both because that t-shirt might rip when you grab it. That blazer might rip when you grab it. Do you think jiu-jitsu is good for self-defense these mm. days? Mm. The modern jiu-jitsu game being what it is. I think it's as good as any other. I think it's as good as a lot of stuff, but... For self-defense, if if someone said to me, I genuinely am concerned for mm. my safety and I want to learn self-defense. Learn to run. Learning to run is important. But if I was going to say to them, all right, I need a striking art or a martial art, sorry, for self-defense, I think if you're not going to do MMA, which yep. is obviously the most applicable yep. because they're doing a bit of everything, everything. yeah. I would say Muay Thai. Yeah is probably the most applicable because there is a slight grappling element. There is, yeah. Like there's the clinch work. Yeah. Um, and I think wrestling is a grappling art. Yeah, rest, yeah, 100%. Really good. Proper wrestling. I mean, I like what Jocko Like Greco-Roman wrestling. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah As opposed to like freestyle wrestling where you could dive in towards like yeah, low singles. Legs. Like, you don't necessarily want to be diving on a low single. No. But I but, think Jocko sums it up really well. And he said, look, if you're trying to punch me or kick me, I can run. Yeah. Once you've grabbed me and stopped me, then I can't run anymore. I have to grapple. I think old school, old school jujitsu was kind of geared towards self defense a little more than modern jujitsu. So, it, and I think it's fine. You see some videos. There's a great video. It's evolved six, as a sport. Yeah, it has. Um, but there's a great video of this 16 year old kid, and he's being pestered by this man. This kid sitting on a bench, and this kid decides to defend himself because this man tries to kick him. This kid gets up and double legs him to the floor. Thing is, this kid's used to double legging people who give resistance. This man gave no resistance. This guy went flying. Yeah, <laughs> they just controlled him. And was he a jujitsu guy, jiu or was guy. he a wrestler? No, he's a jujitsu guy. Yeah, um, and he's he's done really well with it. And he's only sixteen, and it will help you. But you can take any kind of martial art. What are you trying to do? What's the purpose there? The purpose is to to, to diffuse the situation. And in my opinion, jujitsu is the best for that. Because you can punch someone in the head, but you don't what's going to happen. You haven't got as much control. You can kick yeah. someone in the head, you haven't got as much control. Tony Jeffries, you know Tony Jeffries? 
He's a bronze medalist in the Olympics, boxer. Yes, got, yeah, he's started jiu-jitsu, yeah? Yeah, he has, yeah. Got quite a big follower in America. And he said, if you want to punch someone for defense, hit him in a side of, hit him in a solar plexus, man. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's not a bad thing because he's not telling you to knock someone out. He's telling you to just wind him. Yeah. That's an asthmatic thing. Because that is horrible. If you've ever received a proper body shot. Or a liver shot. It's no, you're not going to want to fight after that. No, you don't, aren't you? <laughs> it's real bad, isn't it? It's really bad. If you take a body shot that you're not expecting or not defending properly, it's yeah. really bad. Yeah, ladies, you think you think you got female problems every month. You think that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, nothing. <laughs> Chris, what? You're not in the way there, though. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> what, what a weird what a weird thing to say is nodding away give me the wink <laughs> <laughs> correct Chris <laughs> okay so the other thing I want to ask you about that I saw this week mm. okay so Israel Alessandra Alessandra Israel I diss on you <laughs> <laughs> so anyway he beats Bahera yeah he gets that demon off his back yeah and he <laughs> claims all of a sudden that, you know, that <laughs> the whole competition is completely over because he's now won a match. Yep. Which I did tickle me a little. I don't want to see it again, though. I think what's interesting about that fight. Sorry. Is Herkback. Yeah, maybe. I have to pause it. Stop pause. Yeah, pause. Israel, I diss on you. Adesanya. <sighs> Adesanya. 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 <laughs> so anyway, he he wins that fight. Yep. He immediately claims that the the battle is over, the war is won, which I think is kind of controversial because I think watching that is an awesome knockout. Yeah. But I also it? think in a not too distant parallel universe, he's knocked out again. I don't think so. I think that could happen. I think it's done now. I could because happen. he, in my opinion, watching that first kickboxing fight, Idisonia won, but the judges gave it to Piera. Right. On the second That's really fight, old though, right? It's quite old. Yeah. The second fight, Izzy was winning until Alex knocked him out. Yeah. In the third fight, let's face it, Izzy was winning until... The third fight being the first MMA one. The first MMA. Yeah. Izzy was winning until, until he got knocked out. Alex caught him. He didn't get knocked out, did he? But it was, he was on wobbly feet. He got saved by the ref. Yeah, he was he, getting knocked out. He was on wobbly feet. And... I had no issue with that. It's kind of, uh, no, I don't either, actually. But And what I think was that position that he's in looked so similar to the first uh, the first MMA fight to me. Yeah. And he lands a really good sort of... Overhand. Uh, overhand. Right. Uh, right. Twice. Which I feel like in an alternate universe, he maybe doesn't get that punch. Oh, see, I think it's so well executed and planned. And then I think the fight planned. gets stopped again. I think it was so well executed and planned. Really well executed and planned. And it worked a treat. And I just mean that I do think that if those two fought again, it could go either way. I think there's a strong argument to say that Izzy wins the third fight. But I do think there is a potential that he doesn't. I just thought it could go either way. I think he's better all round. That's the thing. I think he's better I think all he's round. Good, so. And I think he always beats Alex. I think obviously he doesn't always beat Alex. But I think most times he beats him. And um, either way, that's the fight done. And 
Alex has now confirmed that his YouTube, he's going up to 205. Which I think makes a lot of sense for him. Because I think that is, cut is he's tough. Too big for he's that, massive. Yeah. Even Izzy, I watch Izzy's reaction video to his fight. I always like watching Izzy's reaction videos. And the reaction video to that fight, he's like, man, he's so big. I always think he's so much bigger than me, but I think it's his head. <laughs> he's got a massive, big old <laughs> he, head in him. He's really big. So the thing that I found most interesting about that fight was actually the antics after the fight. Oh, so the arrows. This I had issue with. So I didn't have issue with the arrows because that's easy all over. Yeah, I had issue with the calling out of a twelve-year-old, which I thought he was crying. By the way, zero class. I liked it. This is the sort of thing that someone who doesn't have kids does. I liked it. You liked it. Yeah, calling out of the twelve-year-old. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Explain to me why you liked it. So that that he was he twelve was he? It's 12. So he was... And what, he was apparently re- receiving redemption for something he did as a seven-year-old. So when... Might have even been younger than seven. So yeah, when Izzy got knocked out by Alex Pierre in their bo- kickboxing fight, <clears throat> Alex Kid laid next to Izzy to knock him for being knocked out. And Izzy said, after the, pre- in the post-fight press conference, he said, I'm petty, bro. I don't forget that shit. He goes, I'll knock that fucker out if his dad don't do it for him. <laughs> so he found him in the crowd, pointed to him and did that. And I think... And I think that's a dick move. I like it. I mean... I think it's a dick move. I'm all I in. think you can cover it up by saying, I'm petty. Yeah. But I think it's just zero class, man. I, I lost a lot of respect for him. From yeah, I gained more. <laughs> I gained more. He's so Me fun. and you are different. Mate, what a, it's everything I didn't does. like it at all. Oh, I loved it. I didn't like it at all because I don't think there was any requirement for that. I think it was. And I think you're three and one against his dad and he made it out like he's won everything in the whole world ever. And he has. He's taken it all away. (laughs) Yeah, I don't agree. Yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in. It's great. I don't agree. If I beat someone three times and they beat me once and then they're like, you know, yes, on top of the world. Yeah. He won the championship back. I thought it was brilliant. I thought he really deserved it. I then just thought it was a real lack of class. Nah, it's good, mate. <laughs> Little kid deserved it. it Little really kid's does. crying. Dad's been knocked out. He's being mocked. He's like, oh, he's got me back. I love it. I reckon if... Uh, <laughs> I reckon if that's Sienna, I reckon you're raging. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you're raging. I will be raging. But it's not, so it's cool. <laughs> I see I find that really interesting because I, I I just thought that was a bit of an ugly moment which overshadowed it a little bit for me I'm such a nice guy Chris because it was a really nice knockout yeah and I was like what an awesome moment for him where he's like put that demon to bed yeah because it really did feel like Pereira chased him into MMA right yeah he did <laughs> like his nightmare boogeyman from the past exactly has chased him into MMA you know, and he's it? finally like you know literally got the demon off his back yeah and then i was like oh, but you've caused this beef and he really didn't need that what i don't think pahera deserved that yeah it's fine yeah but he didn't deserve it did he yeah even if you think his son i don't think deserved he deserved it, it but i like that as he did it yeah see i just don't. i'm all i'm all into that i just don't. and in proper anime style that kid's gonna grow up become a fighter and beat up izzy <laughs> I would love it if that happened. <laughs> I'm all in. But no, we're not going to get the fight now. Pierre has confirmed he's going to 205. I, I, I don't have any issue with that. I think um, I would agree that Izzy looked really good yep. in the first MMA fight. And 
unfortunately got himself knocked out. Yeah. I think there was a possibility that that was looking like it could happen again. Uh, but that Izzy clearly had worked on that yeah. specific kind of counter that you thought he was vulnerable in, with. Because yeah. it's identical to the way he nearly put him down in first the first fight. fight. Yeah. So 100% respect the fact that people can say, yeah, he's better. Like, I think you can say that. I think there's a strong argument for that. But I think Piero doesn't beat a lot of the people in the but top I think five. You you have to be slightly humble and say, okay, this guy did beat me three times. But it's Israel I did on you. knock me it's out. In his name. He did knock me out twice. Israel I diss <laughs> on you. And I was looking like I was in a bad spot. <laughs> when has he ever acted like that post-fight? <laughs> to be like, I, do you think he rope-a-doped him? I do not. I do. I think he got himself backed into the corner. And I think he hit the combo that he'd been working on. I think he knew he was going to get backed into a corner. I think he eventually. knew he was going to get backed into a corner because I think Pereira always had the ability to do that to that him. power advantage. He's got he's yeah. got a lot of power in his hands. And, and he has a presence, right? He backs people up. He does. And he um, said, those kicks, he goes, damn, those kicks always hurt. He goes, I need to learn that off him because they're so good. And I think if you run that fight back again, I don't think it's 100% win for Izzy. I think there is a potential that that does go either way. I think it's probably going to be Izzy. I don't want to see the fight again, though. because I don't want to see it again, but I think... Say Alex wins. The fact that I think it could go the other way, it could easily go the other way, I think there has to be some humility there. Nah, just do what you do, Izzy. You're great. <laughs> I get that's not how you cash it. No, and that's great. It looked great. It looked so good. Have you seen the... Um, I've got to show you after this recording, I'm going to show you a little clip someone puts together and added special effects that added the bow and the arrow him doing that I don't have an issue with that That's the, the showboating is is part of the sport I, I liked that it was it was the ugly moment with his family you know because I've <laughs> did I tell you about the time I went to an MMA event live with Lou yes yeah you know it's very traumatic for the family mm. to see you know father figure father knocked out yeah so vulnerable yeah it's a really vulnerable moment it's a very distressing moment yeah to add to that distress shows a complete lack of awareness of what it is to be a family man i didn't like possibly it It might be he might have done something differently had he been a family man i think izzy looks back on that moment you know in 10 years time potentially let's say he's a family person then looks back he's got a seven-year-old i think he feels a bit guilty about that i would Say possibly, but I think also possibly not because he has been waiting for that moment for a long time. I think he ruined it. Yeah, I like it. I think he <laughs> embellished it. Do you remember with Eddie Costa when you he would beat never him? do it? No, I wouldn't. But I'm not easy. Yeah, but you would never do it. I wouldn't. But I like watching other people do it. <laughs> do you remember with Eddie Costa? I think I would like. I I don't mind the. You know, if you're trying to sell a narrative and stuff like that, I get that people do things like that. But there's no requirement if you're putting the if you're putting it to bed. I think it made it better. Do you? Yeah, I do. I just it's a bit it's... WWF, isn't it? I like it. I'm all in, mate. <laughs> I'm all in. I am with Israel. I diss on you. It's in his name. Who doesn't he mock after a fight? Remember he knocks out Robert Whittaker, done the whole machine gun thing? <laughs> what about when uh, Paddy started bumping up against... <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Did you like that? Is he... I did. Because that he... was more comedic to me. But, is he but if he starts doing that to one of his relatives in the crowd, that's out of order. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> Is he can get away with it. Like, he, he even paints his nails, doesn't he? He paints his toenails, gets French manicures, gets pedicures, and he goes, 
I've done this because if I'm going to kick you in your mouth, my nails better look pretty. <laughs> He's all about that kind of embellished and over the top and extravagant life. I guess they're not the sports personalities that I like. Yeah. Like if I think about my favorite sort of sports personalities, tends not to be those characters. I guess a Robert Whittaker you really like. I like Robert Whittaker. Class act. You know, class act. I, li- I like a few of the guys that talk some pretty bad smack. Like I'm a Michael Bisping fan. You know, Michael he's... Bisping, yeah. <laughs> You know when he looked, I mean, not rock hard out. It he was let loose a little. Amazing, <laughs> especially the post-fight press conference <laughs> yeah. when he was drunk already. <laughs> you know, I like, I like, uh, I like a lot of the fighters that do come across, you know, with a bit of arrogance. But I really love the the more humble ones. I mean, Luke Rockhold hated Bisping, though, didn't he? He really did. He yeah. was like, man, today's to the Bisping. What a fucking dick. <laughs> And Bisping was like, they some say revenge is sweeter. I disagree. <laughs> I think it's the best. <laughs> yeah. And I got 50 Gs. Thanks, Luke. <laughs> Just constant ribbing, wasn't it? I love the. I love it when they rip each other. Yeah. I love the banter. I don't like it when it gets... I don't really like it when they pull people's families into it. No. Because I just think it's ugly. Do you remember... Um, again, that's what um, propelled Jorge Masvidal when he knocked out Ben Askren with a flying knee. Because he shouldn't have really won that fight. It's a terrible match. I but. love the um, I love the post fight interview where he just says to him. Do you him, think those extra punches were necessary? Super necessary. <laughs> <laughs> which was next question. A brilliant line. <laughs> which is a brilliant line. Uh, yeah, and um, you know I don't mind stuff like that. That was amazing. I don't mind stuff like that. That's part of the sport. It's the kids, it's, isn't it, mate? It's the involving it's, the kids. It's the, see, I don't have this. I thing. think that's ugly. So before I had a kid. Um, people would tell me, Jay, when you've got a kid and you watch like Children in Need, it's going to hit you even harder in the feels. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think so, man. I am who I am. Like, trust me. When when I watch Children in Need, they're like, oh, I get so upset now I've got kids. Guess what? I feel even less. <laughs> I find that really surprising. Really? Because they're not my kid. I think, I think for me, it's not hard for me to put myself in those shoes and be like, how would I feel if, you know, if that is if that's me I'm knocked out and then that happens while I'm knocked out I just think it's disrespectful and I think it's especially disrespectful when you've been knocked out by someone twice once he's been knocked out he was basically out before nah let it go nah he's for sure getting knocked out in that first fight if if the ref doesn't stop it he's for sure getting knocked out who is it Dan Mogliotta His his hands are down he's still weaving his head he's not weaving his head what he is is trying not to fall over (laughs) He's, he's drunk. <laughs> I, I, I haven't met many people that have um, contested the stoppage in the first fight. I don't really contest it, to be honest. I think maybe let it go on a little bit longer, being a championship fight. I think you let it go a little bit longer and Izzy's for sure getting brain Possibly. And the thing is, it's <laughs> interesting because... I don't think Pahar is the type of person you want to get hit where you're not defended. <laughs> no, but we kind of... Um, so that, that fight I showed you with Paul Craig and Jamal Hill. Yeah. You were happy with that. Whereas that ref's not allowed to ref again because I think that went too far. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the... The rule went out today, kids. Go my, look. Yeah, my opinion on that moment is you get an arm injury. Yeah. Not life-threatening. But potentially career-changing. Career-changing. But you have every option of tapping out. It's not a life-threatening injury. So I think the ref potentially... Depends on how you brief the refs and what you want as a promotion. Yeah. But I think they're potentially not asked to stop those. So what about, do you remember Crocop? No, not Crocop, sorry. Um, Dan Mergliata 
was uh refing it was um pat barry pat barry and chef congo you remember this fight tell me what happened i'm gonna tell you if so I'm pat barry rocked chef congo so badly he was all over the place and they're like it's over it's done it's done and then dan moglar kept the fight going and all of a sudden pat barry gets knocked out he let that go 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 and then the other person got knocked out. I think the I think my view of it is is your your as a referee, my personal view is if I've broken my arm, yeah, I'm still cognizant of what's going on yeah. and I can make an informed decision on whether or not I want to take the risk. If I'm potentially knocked out and I'm kind of, you know, wobbly on my feet, whatever, yeah. I'm knocked out, I'm not really in a position as a fighter to make decisions. To make a decision for yeah. myself. So I feel like the ref has the well, duty to make No one taps out from so being knocked I'm out. Much more open to someone getting waved off because they're, you yeah. know, basically asleep on their feet. Yeah. And they're taking unnecessary damage. Yeah. Then I am if someone has broken an arm and decided they're gonna fight anyway. Now I wouldn't restart the round. No. Do you know what I mean? I'm not allowing someone with a yeah. broken arm to get off the stool and start the round again. Yeah. But if they've got a minute left in a round and they haven't tapped out and their arm is broken, I can kind of see the argument for why you've let them carry on fighting. Yeah. No. Like, and I think it's you know I can see it either way. That's all I mean. Yeah, that's true. That's the thing I can also. Whereas see I don't way, see it with the with the knockout. No, you know knockout's harder. You, like not, if someone's taken a knockout and they've woken up, which does happen, and you were to let them fight again, that's negligent. That is, is bad, isn't it? Yeah. But, yeah. You, but sometimes they've punch, actually got more chance of winning. Sometimes the punch wakes them back up. Yeah. Because it's not it? the chance that you have of winning. That's not my argument. Yeah. Like if I, let's say you get knocked out, you go down, you spring up by some sort of miracle, you do yeah. the uh, Tyson Fury yeah. thing, <laughs> Undertaker style, Doom. stand up, you've got chance to win that fight still. But I don't think you should be given that opportunity because you've been knocked out and I think that's where the fight finishes. So not to um, slam on him again, good old Johnny Walker. Have you seen his fight before he joined? <laughs> Johnny Walker. Have you seen the fight before he joined the UFC? And he got no. knocked out about four times. <laughs> See, that's so bad for you. And though. he bounced back up he, yeah. like four times. Someone's had a special uh, sound effects to that and it's amazing. <laughs> I need to see this one. I, I need to show I think if you thought the first one was funny, <laughs> him knocking himself out and I think this will finish you it's off it's the risk of brain injury I think it's different you well, know, look, the, it, the risk of injury from an arm lock it's you know I get that it's career you may never be the same again but you might you may not be, be the, the same, same again but you're not fighter. gonna you're not gonna die no so you won't be the same fighter again but you'll be the same person whereas with brain injuries you're probably not the same especially person. a straight arm lock I think yeah. it's much more dangerous to resist a Kimura of oh, the shoulders ripping the through shoulders yeah. ripping through you know those twisting yeah I mean yeah they're what about um oh sorry <laughs> smacked your mic around yeah I, I bumped the mic about a little bit um sorry what are you trying to do right now how long have we been recording for i don't know <laughs> blurt this out right this says 17 minutes mm. oh hang on there's 17 minutes on the next run sorry chris this is how bad we are at podcasting <laughs> Um, I forgot that I stopped it and went again. Jay, why? Just when I thought we were going to be ready for our second striping podcast, <laughs> you pull out one of these. Ripped it off, mate. We're on double digits now. We're supposed to be over this mess. We're number 11. Legs 11. 11. Legs 11. Yeah. What, like bingo? Yeah. Are you old enough to remember bingo? Yeah. 
Did you ever go to bingo? Majors then, number 10. <laughs> Shows how old I am. <laughs> you went to bingo, like those gala bingo halls? Mate, I've been on a few cruises before. And guess what we do in the mid-afternoon? But have you ever been to a gala bingo no, hall? No, no, no. No, you're no. looking at me like maybe the answer that's, is that's yes, men- but you no, want no, to no, say that's no. Mental, Cruise bingo is where it's Because that, up the city centre, they still have a gala bingo hall. Do they? That's not a bingo hall anymore. Okay. Underneath the point, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, you know where I'm talking about? Yeah, I think so. For the first time ever, I went down there the other day. <laughs> Why? Like, and they have taken this huge space, which used to be a bingo hall, yeah. <laughs> turned it into a charity shop. Oh, it's it? the weirdest oh, experience it's too ever. Much. It's too much space. It's because you go down there, it still sort of looks like a bigger hall. Yeah. But it's like a charity shop. And it's gigantic. And you think this is not an effective use of space? <laughs> no, it's not, is it? No, I haven't been to a gala bingo hall. Cruise bingo I've played. Cruise. Cru- on yeah, because you're posh, so you've been on a lot of cruises. I like the cruise bingos. Um, <laughs> you like to hit the cruise. But what I don't like about the cruise bingos, I like it because they can't say their things anymore. Okay. So why aren't um, they allowed to say things? There are some. Did they used to be rude? There are some uh, large people on cruises, as you can imagine. Because so, are cruises all you can eat or not? Pretty much. So you don't pay for the food when you're on there. Generally, you've prepaid for all. Like it comes as a package that so you paid for a lot of stuff on there. So the meals are massive. You get yeah. buffets everywhere. Um, so there are some large folks on a cruise. Bear in mind they're older generally as well, so they move less as it is. Now they're eating more. <laughs> so when you get the 88s instead of saying two fat ladies 88 they just go all the eights 88 <laughs> like, what do you mean all the eights you've got issue with that see i wouldn't have known that the two fat ladies 88 was a thing did you not know that? no two little ducks because i've never done two proper ducks, 22 <laughs> <laughs> i've never been to a proper was this one of your many jobs you were a bingo caller no i've just been to a few uh cruise bingos <laughs> You'd make a good bingo caller. You think so? Yeah, I think you've got a voice that the older ladies would like. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see, shall we? Legs 11. <laughs> who's the Prime Minister? Who's, Sunak. Who's the Prime Minister right now? Rishi Sunak. Do you know what? He, I completely forgot the other day that he was Prime Minister. That's what I'm saying. I, I was like, are we still on Rishi Sunak? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's Rishi Sunak. So I was like, is he not gone yet? Sunak's den number 10. We've had so many prime ministers recently, it's hard to keep up. We've had. We've had a lot, haven't we, mate? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of done with it. What are you? What, like, with politics? politics? Or podcasting? No, no. <laughs> I'm kind of done with but this is, this is how we're going to end. I'm going to quit podcasting, <laughs> going to politics. Begins with a P, I'm in. You could use our uh, massive, uh, better than average following to start your own To start the political campaign. campaign. So this yeah. is one thing you won't hear us talk about, guys, is political stuff. I know some of you folks are well into it, but you know what? Politics is for fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of nerds, yeah. most dangerous people in jiu-jitsu? Mike. <laughs> nerds. <laughs> Mikey. The nerds, Yeah, right? the nerds. They're terrifying. <laughs> You've got to be really good. If you're new to jiu-jitsu... And there's a a uh, very academic type of person that started at your club. You gotta be careful. Yeah. What you say to I that know, person? You know what? There's a few because academics. in six months they're gonna be causing you all sorts of problems. I don't want to name them just in case they're offended by this somehow. But um, some people <laughs> I would consider to what, be for being offended for being smart for being smart. Yeah. I don't think people typically get offended so? when they're smart. Okay. No. Phil Lord. A very smart guy. Very smart guy, and I can just see optometrist he's be, prime. Optometrist prime was a brilliant nickname, wasn't it? Yeah. I was very proud of that one. That is a cool... Oh, did you come up with that name? Uh, yeah, Optometrist Prime. It was yeah. brilliant. Until... Did you have to search what it, what the meaning of the word was, though? I know what it was. 
I went for Johnson & Johnson Vision Care, baby. Oh, yeah, of course you did. I knew all about the you optometrists and opticians. It. You were Johnson & Johnson Vision Care's worst ever employee by the sounds of it. I was well up there, mate. <laughs> well up there with their most vilified employees. With you, from jo- you and John from Johnson & Johnson. John was great. John was great. John was good. They, they, liked, they liked John a lot. <laughs> and they were like, why are you hanging out with this guy, John? Yeah, he did sit next to me. Well, did they Did they say, did they, I can imagine that conversation. As someone who line manages people, I can imagine having this conversation with John. John, you've got great potential, mate. You know, but you've got to stop hanging out with John. <laughs> <laughs> He's dragging Jay, you down. I heard this weekend, Jay's going to get a face hanger tattooed on his neck. Do you really want to be associated <laughs> with this type of character? Yeah, it was, uh, it was yeah, I, I didn't put any effort into that job, but who cares, mate? It was uh, some <laughs> shitty call center job. I didn't care. There was a... There what was, was your favorite job pre-army? You said it about a few of your jobs. What's the best one you ever had? I worked in a video game shop called Special Reserve. A video so, game shop? Video game shop. Are you into gaming? I love games. You're really into gaming? Love games. Just so finished Hogwarts the, Legacy. You finished it? The main quest. I didn't... Oh, okay. Finished the main quest line. <laughs> now I'm doing See, I don't know enough about gaming to realize ah. that you could finish the main you quest. You finish the main quest. Like about the side quests. But the best job was Johnson... Uh, John, it wasn't Johnson Johnson. <laughs> Shout out to Johnson Johnson. Johnson. Best place in the world to work. It was not. There was a lady there who had really bad smelly feet. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not going to say her name, but she looked like Jabba the Hutt. And she would take (laughs) off her shoes now and then, and it was bad, mate. What, take your shoes off in the office? Took her shoes off. That is an etiquette. We talk about etiquettes in jiu-jitsu, but in the office, you cannot take your shoes off. Bad, right? So, And even John. John's super polite. And I see John just... Covering his nose because it's it's poor. So I, I approached one of the supervisors about it, and this supervisor was really weird. You know, like um, he had like a real flappy head, like his he had no muscles in his neck, <laughs> like he's constantly fighting to regain constantly, his equilibrium. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just gravity takes it wherever, like a bobblehead. He was like a bobblehead. So I can't remember what his name was now, but I was like, look, this lady keeps taking her shoes off in the office, and her feet stink. Can you please have a word? You can't. You can't just go around, Jay, and say all this. You can't just go up to her. I was like, man, look at me in the eye, mate. <laughs> I wish. Uh, someone asked me the other day if we should start recording the podcast as a video. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know as it'll be boring, but moments like that, <laughs> a lot seeing of your cues. head and your eyes rolling back in your head while you're trying to talk in the mic. I've been, I'm dizzy. I feel like that could have been good I for I am them. dizzy, mate. <laughs> Especially with your brain. Oh, it's bad, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, another manager actually spoke to her about it, which is good. But no, the best job, video game shop in Egham. In Surrey. Right. Because next to my college, Special Reserve. So I always used to see advertisements for Special Reserve in the back of uh, video game magazines. Um, never oh, knew. You sh- were one of those kids. Oh, yeah. Video game magazines. I bought one of those nerds. What? I was one of these nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I hit it. That's why you get good at jujitsu. You're a, a secret nerd. I'm a nerd, really, mate. See, I'm a secret nerd a little. Yeah, I don't think there's much secretive stuff about it, mate. You don't think? You think I'm a nerd? I, that's, think, I that, think I think rugby guys can be nerds quite comfortably because you're educated. Nicest thing you've ever said to me, Jay. Because rugby guys are kind of nerds. They're intelligent, you know. But also, oh, know. also, I've met some degenerates playing oh, really? rugby. Yeah, I've met some really real loose cannons playing okay. rugby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a high the, level though. They tend to be smart. Oh, really? That's pretty good. Yeah, they're but normally no, we um university. yeah we played uh we played a lot of games in that shop. It was really cool. Um, I was 17 at the time, first year of college. So I used to chase shoplifters out of the shop because they didn't know any better. <laughs> you want to chase them out? Yeah. As in what, down the street? Yeah. So, or uh, once they're out, it's like, 
that you're out of my jurisdiction. No, no, no. Like so, when you watch the movies and they just get to the state line oh, and they're like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't go any further. There's literally no, nothing we can do I about it. I crossed many state lines. So <laughs> I remember. <laughs> And you've got cardio for days. I have got cardio for days. <laughs> Did so, you have cardio for days as a 17-year-old? I was pretty good. So you were chasing them for cardio ages. a long time. So the, I remember- But my, when you catch them, you're like, oh shit. This is exactly what happened. So so, <laughs> so that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so my manager, Steve, he's like, Jay, they they look dodgy. And they're at the back of the store where the uh, car park entrance is. And he's like, okay, they're going to take something. They walk this monitor to the back of the store. Then boom, they went. And for some reason, my manager says, go get him, Jay. Like a dog, mate. <laughs> I leapt over he the whistled. counter. Yeah. <laughs> So I went over the counter, ran out the back, across our car park. These two guys chased them across our car park, next door's car park, a supermarket car park. <laughs> we must have been running for about, I don't know, a quarter mile. Caught up to it, mate. Then they stopped and turned around and I thought, fuck. Because <laughs> I didn't think it through. <laughs> anyway, fortunately, they went, just take it. They threw the monitor down at me and ran off. Oh, that's I lucky. went, thank God for that. <laughs> so I picked up the monitor, came back in the store like hero, mate. Yeah. Because they went, well done, Jay. Holding it above your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, ah. And then the police came. This is my house. <laughs> <laughs> the police came. And I went, why did you chase them? You know, you've got insurance. Like, have we? <laughs> I didn't think. It was like, you get no reward for this. <laughs> So they weren't even impressed with you. They weren't impressed. People like, mate, I solved a crime for you today. Yeah, but the worst time though, we got into a oh god, we got into a physical fight with travellers, and uh, it was bad, mate. Um, so we had this Brazilian guy working with us, yeah, and he kicked one of these travellers out the door. I mean, actually booted him in the chest and kicked him out the door. So he was trained in some sort of nothing, nothing. He just, nothing, just booted him. He just sort of like this is Sparta style. Laid one yeah, on it was him. a bad fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so Brazilian. <laughs> he was a rough character. He was a rough character. Anyway, yeah. oh my god, this kid brought his whole family into the shop. Because the average um, video game store, from yeah. my experience, is not full of people that are winning many fights. No, and that's exactly like what our store was like. So there was <laughs> one guy in there called Lee, and he was always up for a fight, couldn't fight for shit. If anything, he was about to have a fit most of the time. He was epileptic, but <sighs> severely epileptic. So he would always try and get into it and then have a fit. It's like, Jesus Christ, Lee. So while you're fitting, we got to fend off all these travelers. Um, so they, we locked the front door. And they started getting in the back. We managed to push him out the back door. Oh, my God. And, oh, my God, it was bad, mate. So it's like a Dawn of the Dead moment. It was bad, mate. So we pressed the, the alarm buttons, like the um, the police buttons. We, we, we had two buttons to, to, for the panic alarm. I know the ones you mean, yeah. 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 Um, and we're at the back door. So we pushed him out the back door, and it just kicked off, mate. We were all scrapping. And then this one guy grabbed hold of me. And you know where you get, like, um, you must know because you work in logistics, you get the, um, the bollards that stop the lorries backing into the building. Yes. Anyway, this guy grabbed me, and I pulled away. Much like what I do now in my comps when people grab my gear. <laughs> Pulled away, ripped my shirt. He slipped, hit his cheekbone on a bollard. His cheek just exploded, mate. I mean, blood everywhere. Ooh. All of a sudden, I've got blood all over me. He's on a fold in his face. All of his mates, family see it. I'm like, this is it. This is, this is the end for me. This is the moment <laughs> I is die. I die. <laughs> Police turn up. Lucky. Police turn up, grab me. What have you done? I was like, I swear to God, he slipped. <laughs> I bet you didn't say that. I bet you were like, well, he was coming at me, bro. No, I was he was coming at I me. I was terrified. This is my Mate, house. I was terrified, <laughs> one, because there's all these travelers that we've been fighting with. Two, the police were here. Now I'm in trouble. I was bricking it, mate. Absolutely terrified. Oh, that sounds horrendous. Yeah, it was bad, mate. And then they broke in a few days later. 
Like, yeah. Went through the shutters and, uh, but that was definitely my best job. The next best job. <laughs> well, it sounds like a terrible job. That was fun. Uh, the next best job, Blockbuster Video. You kids don't know what's up. Not many people remembering Blockbuster Video no, these days. Not many people. I used to, I remember it was an occasion when you got to go into Blockbuster yeah, Video. Really and good. the most frustrating thing about Blockbuster Video, youngsters will never appreciate this now. When you go into Blockbuster Video, you find the video you want. It's not there. It's not there, is it? <laughs> it's not there. Not there. Because they didn't do their job. They didn't put a thing of out of stock. So you, <laughs> so you, you find, oh, yes, we can rent this movie. This is the one I really want to watch. Don't have it. it <laughs> I mean, this is how long ago I worked there. Then when Troy came out, <laughs> Troy. That's a good movie. Right? Yeah, with Brad Pitt and uh, what's his name? Eric Banner. Eric Banner. See, Eric Banner is my favorite character in Troy. Is he? Because he's the nice guy, right? He literally does nothing wrong. He's a good guy in it, isn't he? He's a really good guy. He's His brother really gets guy. him into a fight. Classic. I can identify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can identify yeah. with this. Orlando Bloom, his little brother. Gets he does nothing except for, you know, kill, um, uh, what's his name's? Uh, his little brother or whatever yeah. he is. He kills Achilles' little brother, doesn't he? He kills Achilles' little it's brother. And I can't remember what his name is. Who cares? And to be fair, he's asking for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he did ask for it. He took the Myrmidons out. Yeah. Myrmidons you know? a really kind of soft name, isn't it? Like the mermaids. The mermaids. The Myrmidons. The Myrmidons. Here come the Myrmidons. <laughs> So he killed the Myrmidons. That's not a bad movie, to be fair. It's not bad, is it? But um, do you remember where the, he where he jumps and then stabs that guy in the side? That's yeah, nice. that's why no one will ever remember your name. Remember, that he's a giant. Is, I wouldn't want to fight him. <laughs> <laughs> that's why the little guys always. That win. is a great line, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, um, Hector, Hector, Hector. Yeah. So in yeah. real life, I reckon Eric Banner is winning that fight against Brad Pitt. hundred percent, he is better, isn't he? Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, better. Because do you remember when, he, life, um, yeah. do you remember when Brad Pitt, he, Achilles, kills that big giant? Oh, is there anyone else? <laughs> is there anyone else? Oh, that is badass. So that played in the uh, store quite a bit, that that scene. And my friend who worked with me was like, where is Woodhouse? That's all he heard from that that, that part. Where is Woodhouse? It's like, what are you saying, man? And he goes, from Troy. It's like, who the fuck is Woodhouse? Got <laughs> <laughs> like, some sort of hearing problem. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, but that was a great job. I used to remember the drop boxes. So for those of you that don't know, streaming wasn't a thing. You had to take your DVD or VHS back and you had to put it in a drop box, right? And we collect all the DVDs and videos up at the end of the I day. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I used yeah. to hide in the drop box. So when people used to post, <laughs> <laughs> when people used to hide in the drop box, I used to snatch it, go, Wah! and snatch it from them. <laughs> That would be really scary. It was brilliant, mate. Um, well, I jumped out at the security guard, uh, security guard guy accidentally. <laughs> I hit him with the poster. So I thought a friend of mine who was doing um, the, the the cash counting at the end of the day yeah. or the beginning, uh, so the cash counting from the day before, I thought he was coming out of the office. It was a security guard guy. So I waited for him around a corner with a poster to hit him in the face. <laughs> so, I, ah, so I hit the security guard guy in the face. Um, he didn't like it. And those boys are highly strung, aren't they? Yeah. Because really their strung. job is kind of uh, sort of stressful. It's really stressful. Because it doesn't happen often in this country, I imagine, that mm. these people get turned over. But it does happen. Yes. So you must constantly have this kind of feeling. That, An awareness that something could yeah, happen. Yeah, something could happen and you're carrying a lot more. I remember when I worked in nightclubs, carrying money across the nightclub was a bit like that. Yeah, you'd be, yeah that must be You'd terrifying. feel sort of tense while you were carrying... People money through a lot of people i remember my friend rich 
He did a classic. <laughs> he is a clumsy character. Okay. Okay. Love the guy. Very clumsy. He's carrying a stack of tills. <laughs> open tills. <laughs> <laughs> Why open? Uh, completely open. Why? He hasn't bagged it up yet. Oh. He hasn't counted them yet. Okay. So what he's chosen to do is carry the entire till. This is the end of the day, the nightclub. In fact, it's knit. We're closing one of the bars. So the okay. nightclub is open, but that specific level is sort of closed. There's up. loads of money. He's it's probably it's probably four or five K that he's got in those tills. Yeah. In pound coins. And in, in change. Yeah. God damn. You know, dealing with students, so a lot of change. Yeah. So he's walking down the stairs, slips over, oh. stacks it. <laughs> Tills, money everywhere <laughs> literally up in the air money up in the air scramble yeah, <laughs> you know what it reminds me of messy in oceans 11 they have a thing where the guys are robbing casinos and are running out of the money they get to the front door and they get shot and money's everywhere <laughs> it's kind of the platoon version of money isn't it and that was only the second funniest thing that ever happened to him the first funniest thing was when you're locking up the nightclub you would put a bike lock on the external <laughs> fire door okay right so you go through one door down lock a bike lock around the other door now both of these doors require keys yeah okay so what he has done is he's gone out into the fire exit gone down a set of stairs yeah bike locked the bottom door he's then gone back up hasn't got the keys oh god <laughs> so oh god. he is locked in the fire exit <laughs> No way That's to amazing. escape. No way to escape. He is clumsy, isn't he? <laughs> he is. How is he trusted with all this stuff? <laughs> so I get this radio call. <laughs> like on the download. He's trying to he's trying to he's trying to like style it out. Radio call. Chris, Chris. Can you uh come to the lighthouse fire uh, lighthouse uh, fire exit? Over. And I was like, You're stuck in the exit, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Over the radio. <laughs> Everyone hears. <laughs> and he was like, Yeah. Oh, but God. what was even better is he did this one night, <laughs> external fire exit. Exact same thing. Oh my God. No one else is there. Really? <laughs> he so he's to, outside. You had to call someone. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if you haven't got, if you haven't had a part-time job, they're probably going to be one, some of your most fun, right? You know, oh. the jobs before your real jobs. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, look, I love, my job now is my most favorite job. But yeah, they, yeah. these little jobs leading up, they are fun because it just doesn't matter, does it? It just doesn't matter what you do. There's there's very little consequences of losing a part-time retail job. So I recommend I was have always fun. a very good employee. Were you? Oh, yeah. Oh, that doesn't surprise me, mate. No, I'm, I was always a very good employee. I'm proud to say, though, I was the very first person to ever fail their bronze assessment at Blockbuster Video. So your bronze assessment... <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even sound hard to get. I might have. It wasn't bronze, and you're gonna love how I felt. When it. you're failing to get a bronze, yeah. This is the initial entry because they wanted to be a manager on duty. It's like, what's the extra pay with that? Oh, nothing. So, like, okay, I'm gonna fail this test. So, <laughs> this is see. This is where I get. I get. I'm the exact type of personality that gets drawn in by these things. Oh. I feel like, oh yeah, well, I don't want to fail it. Oh. I was hoping to. And then, because uh, they wanted me to cash up at the end of the day. I said, look, if there there is a pain. If you've never had to be the guy that cashes up, that is a rubbish If job. there's any discrepancies, I said, I am not sorting them out. I'm leaving at the end of the day. And it was always out on my shifts. <laughs> <laughs> always out. because You didn't pay me my money. So the reason why I failed it is that one of the questions was, and bear in mind, I'd passed accidentally up until this point. One of the questions was, where do we meet in case of a fire, where's the meeting point? Now, those of you that don't know, Staines, Middlesex. 
<laughs> it was a blockbuster video, then it became a Frankie and Benny. So I don't know what it is now, it's something else. That was a roundabout right outside. So I said, the middle of the roundabout. <laughs> and the manager said, well, we cross the road when there's a fire into the middle of a roundabout. It's like, seems like the safest place to me. <laughs> it's a fail. <laughs> Still made me manager on duty. <laughs> the scary thought. You you probably ran the bot buses I went into that never had the right films, mate. Probably, mate. I've done a few. Stains. Uh, there was one in Hamworth in Middlesex. Oh, what, you travelled around and did a few different bot buses? Yeah, so for some reason, even though I was shit, people liked me. So <laughs> this guy asked me to cover for him around a corner in his shop. And I remember he him probably saying, didn't want to be replaced. I probably thought the, he was the most useless person <laughs> I could get to cover me. <laughs> Mate, he asked me to set the alarm for the shop. He, I couldn't remember. He how was to do the it. Basil Forty of the blockbuster videos. I was more like the Manuel. Manuel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> I love big yawns, especially having worked in hotels. I love Forty Towers. It's crazy, isn't it? You I know, mean, I had my 40 Towers moment when I worked in a hotel. We tried to check a guest in. Was it about the Germans? <laughs> we tried to check a guest into a room. Yeah, the the housekeeping team had not serviced that room. <laughs> so we don't have another room to give them. I'm the duty manager. I've never worked in housekeeping at all, ever. So I think I haven't really got a choice. I've got yeah. to make this bed. So I've got a waiter up there with me. I am frantically trying to get this room yeah. ready for a guest. So I go into the linen store. And I'm trying to find the right sheets to put on the bed, which sounds like a really easy job yeah. to do, but it really is not mm. when there's a lot of different sheets and everything in there written in Polish. Oh, God. <laughs> none, of, none of the sides to show you what like size anything was, was in English. Awful, so man. I'm going in, I'm ripping the sheets open. <laughs> I'm just holding them up being like, that'll fit. Oh, no. <laughs> Go back. God knows what they thought. That's a nightmare, mate. At it least you tried though. I wouldn't try. I would just gone home. You wouldn't have tried? No. Um, you know, I like to try. No, I like to try in jobs I care about. <laughs> I don't care about it, I'm not going to try. <laughs> no, nah, I'm a trier, mate. World yeah. loves a trier. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying now? I was good at my lorry driving job. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Lorry I driving smashed job. that job, mate. You smashed the pavement up from what I heard. A few. <laughs> oh, I knocked down a lamppost once. It was about, is it like a 120 year old lamppost? Oh, God. Yeah, I remember. I bet you're in trouble about that. Uh, no, actually, I don't know what happened. So you just reversed into it. I reversed into it, and I knocked it down. Easily I, done, to be fair. Yeah, I, I got out of the lorry, and I thought, carried on driving. I wonder if I can just crane this into the back of the lorry without anyone knowing. You did not. I did not because someone came out of their apartment, <laughs> and uh, you were going to take the lampos with you. Yeah. <laughs> Why does that make sense? Why would you not drive off? We'll just take it. Take the evidence away. Where is it? <laughs> But then it looks like you've stolen the lamppost. Yeah. I don't think you've thought this through, Jay. So you accidentally reversed into a lamppost, yep. causing criminal damage. Yeah. So your answer to that is, they won't know I've reversed into it if I'm caught driving around with a lamppost on the back of the van. No one's going to see it. It's in a bucket wagon. And I'll just tip it at the end of the day. It helps everyone. One, I've cleaned up a mess. You can't restore that lamppost. That is a Two, stupid way I to Two, I take it to that. a recycling center. Loads of metal there. They can use that. It's a stupid way to solve that. Why would you not just leave the lamppost there and pretend you weren't the person who reversed into it? No, I just told everyone it was me that reversed into it. <laughs> and, oh, I hold a record at that company as well, actually. So, one, I hold a record for once most bags collected, but two, I hold a record for doing damage to a property that's not from a vehicle. 
How did you do this? So, it's an electric gate. So the bag was on the other side of the gate. So you're collecting the hippo bags, right? Collecting a hippo bag. So right. if you, first of you don't know, I drove a 26 ton rigid axle um, vehicle. Crane would collect these bags. That's a bit of uh, porn for you guys that like trucks. Oh, you truckers. You truckers <laughs> you out truckers. there. <laughs> um, yeah, so the crane would then, I use a crane remote control, pick up the bag, put the bag on the back of the wagon. Yep. And uh, it was on the other side of this fence, this gate. I thought, oh, okay, I'll just go through. So I opened the gate. It's a bit stiff, but it's fine. Open the gate. <laughs> this lady comes out. She is not happy, mate. She's like, you idiot. <laughs> like, you stupid man. It's like, that's a bit rude. It's <laughs> like, what's up? She said, you, you forced this gate open. I didn't really force it. It opened quite easily. She goes, that's broken now. You've broken the the, the, the mechanics, the engine. I'm going to have to get this repaired. I what, what can I do? She was just so rude, mate. It's like, well, come on. I didn't know that. So did you collect her bag or not? Yeah. <laughs> you did collect it still. Collect the you bag, didn't mate. leave her with the bag. No, and close the gate on the way out. I was going to say, collect, force the gate closed. I did. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I'm sorry. Damn it. <laughs> Damage is done, mate. And I'm, I'm the first person, I think, at that company to actually do damage to a property without being in a vehicle. <laughs> so she called up and complained and the company had to pay? I called up. You told them? I called up. You yeah. warned them? Yeah, I pre-warned them. I like that. You should have said to her, gate sucks. Because if you can push it open, five foot six man, no, 60 kilos. No. <laughs> <laughs> soaking wet. <laughs> soaking wet, 60 kilos. In fact, back then you were probably 50 kilos. That was a bit heavier, actually. Away, mm. Big J. <laughs> it wasn't Big, Big J. Big or was I like? How heavy was Big J? What, the biggest J? The Big J, Big Bold J picture that you sent. 95 kilos. Wow, that is a lot, isn't it? That's a lot, isn't it? 95 kilos. 95 kilos, mate. You think the pressure I create Super now heavy. Good. That would be super heavy, wouldn't it? Yeah. Talk about super heavies. Will has signed up to the MK comp. As a super heavy? As a super heavy. Not an ultra heavy? No, super heavy. So under so he must be 100.5. Right? So I think he, he's 90. He's a touch over. I think he's like 96, 97 kilos. Big Will's 96 kilos. No, no, no. PT Will. Oh, yes. Sorry. When you said Will, I thought you meant Big Will. Interestingly, you were getting worried there, weren't you? are like, oh, God, he's cut loads of weight. I was like, how is he 96 kilos? <laughs> but Big Will is 125 kilos normally. No, guys. I'm joking. If you don't know Big Will. <laughs> If you don't know Big Will and P.T. Will, P.T. Will is not Small Will. P- the problem is people meet P.T. Will and they think they're meeting Big Will. Yeah. Until they meet Big Will. And he's big, isn't he? Yeah. But, You'll know Big Will because he's got a slit on his nose where he cracked his head. Oh, my God. <laughs> I really wish I saw this. I haven't seen it since, but I'm guessing it's not healed yet. Probably not. He's probably done it again. <laughs> he always marks up his face. I don't think anybody's going to make that mistake. Again. He uh, did a pull-up. It kind of held... They held the right bars, but... He, he was facing the wrong way yeah. and pulled himself up into the rack. <laughs> yeah, that was unfortunate, accident. <laughs> I think we mentioned this twice now. Didn't we mention this last week? Yeah. and Sorry, Will. The big Will's going to love Please the fact don't that hurt we us. keep bringing this up. Please don't hurt us. Um, he's been in Plymouth, hasn't he? Training with James. James and with, training with James, yeah. yeah. Uh, Pantheon. Pantheon, yeah. It looks great there, actually. Those guys look wicked. Looks yeah. really cool. we we got to make a trip down there. And our man, Jamie. Yes, Jamie. Fan of the podcast. Yeah, fan of the podcast. And I also met um, Junior. Yes, the Junior from ACT Jiu-Jitsu yep. in Corby. I would say uh, best biceps in Jiu-Jitsu. Look, Junior, if you're listening, yeah. you have got a body for days. <laughs> he really does, <laughs> yeah. I saw a picture the other day. And I, I texted my brother and I was like, this is the most in- intimidating sort of V-neck of a gi that I've ever seen. Mate, if I was to draw a superhero, <laughs> it would be base of Junior. <laughs> That he's got a square jaw, 
Great pecs. Very robust character, yeah. I haven't seen his legs, though. I'd like to see He's his legs. He's the same weight class as me for the last comp. Really? So basically, he messaged me before the last comp. Okay. Because uh, he said, oh, somebody from your club, uh, Will, is competing. Is that your instructor? And I obviously explained that Will's one of yeah. our brown belts. And uh, he was like, oh, you didn't feel like signing up. We could have uh, we could have had a good match, and I was thinking, oh, I don't know if I need that. <laughs> and, and you're like, I'm so sorry, I'm, I'm scared to comp. <laughs> I was like, I don't need it. I know if I need someone like Junior trying to rip me arm off. I think it'd great though, wouldn't it? Yeah, he's a lovely guy. Yeah, he seems. I know a cool he club so as well. Nice. Yeah, if you're near the Corby area, that's a great club too. Yeah, well, I said Go we need to make a trip down. I said I had to, it sounds so bad. I had to introduce myself. I was like, I'm um, Jay. I do the podcast with Chris. <laughs> did he re- did he, he recognize did. or was he a bit like? What are you talking about? Get the fuck away from me, man. <laughs> no, he was cool. He was so, so nice. He is a really nice And he's got lovely soft hands. He moisturizes probably. Oh, man, I need to start. You need to start. You're right, I do. You've still got scratches on your face from... Oh, Ryan did it again on me Gee the burns. other day. It's just reapplied. <laughs> it's reapplied Gee You need mate. some nice moisturizer, mate. Are you, am I winning you around with the moisturizer or not? No. Probably you're looking at my face thinking, clearly it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm probably not going to stretch. And I'm probably not going to moisturize. I don't. You're gonna have to start stretching. Ain't nobody got time. Nigel might be right. It might be the BJJ um, yoga for BJJ thing. Yeah, I did some hanging. We just hold like, a bar and hang. <laughs> Let the spine decompress. Like Dracula style. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just went to sleep. <laughs> just there for the night. Um, just let the spine decompress. Have you seen that video of that woman that gets stuck in one of those inversion tables? <laughs> she has to call for help. Oh, God. It's terrible, awful, man. It? it spins around too far and she cannot get herself out. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah, pretty, it's that, pretty dangerous. That is, have you seen that? All right. So it's people that get stuck in places they shouldn't be. Do you see that video years ago now? A lady got rescued off the side of a mountain. No. You haven't seen this, Chris. So you know what? This is something I probably need to pull up because people need to hear your live reaction to this. So she is mountain rescue. And she got pulled off the side because she broke a leg or something. She's quite old as well. I think she's in her 70s. <clears throat> right. Um, and a helicopter gets her out. Now, all I've put is lady rest is ready. Lady rescued by helicopter. Okay. That's quite a popular video. So, Chris, just... Um... Oh, there's an advert. Let's turn this down. We can't play. If you're gonna if you're gonna keep showing me videos on the podcast, you're gonna have to do something about your YouTube premium, mate. YouTube Premium is really expensive. It's £15. I feel like the problem YouTube Premium has is you it's just about annoying enough that you can see the value in Premium, but Chris, not so annoying that just, you can't just use describe it. this video here. What do you see? Well, at the moment, I can just see her wrapped up. Yeah. And she's being hoisted. You've been hoisted out, right? So, so it doesn't show where she's trapped. She's clearly just trapped. So, so, so she's been hurt and she's, she's been really rescued already. around, though, isn't she? Yeah. She's, yeah. Oh, my. It's really swinging now. Is it? Yeah, it's spinning really, really fast. How, how many repetitions a second would you say she's spinning around at the bottom of this? So she's suspended from the bottom of the helicopter as yeah, a Kazavak in her out. What are we going to say? Five per second, maybe? Five spins per second. Now it's really <laughs> That looks really dangerous. <laughs> she's broken a leg. So she's got caught in the, uh, just the, in the downwash. Downwash. From the it's blade. never occurred to me that this could happen before. Why is that happening? I don't so think much? it's supposed to happen, mate. I don't think it happens very often. Oh, it says here that the rescue chief says it's very rare for the hoist to spin like that. Yeah, that's got to be of terrifying. Of course, he says that. <laughs> that 
looks like it's seconds before that moment on The Simpsons where he gets dropped, right? <laughs> yeah, he gets dropped the helicopter. <laughs> and there's her getting carted off. And she's... With probably a hemorrhage. Yeah, brain hemorrhage probably. I mean, Chris, that's a... She's spinning really fast. I know he says the rescue team... It doesn't normally happen, but he can't say... This always happens, it's fine. <laughs> because she spins quick, doesn't she? I think at that point you've got to say either there's an error happened, right? Have they done something to that setup that means it's, it's more likely? It's 100% the setup. Because so it's clearly something spin. you know about, right? And, uh, well, me. From Army or not? You know no. about this? No, mate. No, that's the helicopter boys. That's the, that that's, that. that's the, uh, yeah, the, that's the air, air call. If you, if you have to call a helicopter to rescue you in the Army, who are you calling the RAF? No, we have our own. You have your own, yeah. We have our own. So if you, it's a big. So I thought the RAF did all the flying. No, so so in, sorry, hang on. Let me rephrase that. So in terms of smaller helicopters, yeah, we have our own. But so when very, you say we, you're talking they're, like the parachute the army, have the army, the army, yeah. But so we have the army air corps, but they're more attack helicopters or very small helicopters. Yeah. When you get dropped in, it's generally by the RAF because yeah. they they they're the only ones that can fly. They've got the big toys. They they got the big toys. So people think the Chinooks are the big. You know, yeah, you know, I thought that was the biggest dual, helicopters. Dual yeah. rotors. Yeah. It's, it's, it's and iconic. they spin in opposite directions, They do. Right? The sound's iconic, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but it's They're actually cool, a Merlin. A Merlin's even bigger. So oh. the downwash of a Merlin, I think, is about 30 miles an hour faster than a Chinook. Do they look the same? No. So if I was looking at a Merlin, it would look different from a Chinook? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it would look quite different. Um, I mean, you wouldn't identify a Merlin probably from the outside. But obviously, a Chinook is 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 very unique, isn't it? So is that a dual rotor? I'm adding. That's bad grammar, isn't it? Very unique. Unique is just unique. Oh well, I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. Really, you've someone's, really got on the grammar train. This someone's time. pulled me up on that before. I said very unique. I was like, well, it's only unique, or it's not Jay. Who oh. pulled you up on this? Sienna. Oh. Oh, yes, Sienna. <laughs> um, yeah. She calls you Jay. <laughs> so the Merlin has a big downwash. Um, but no, we, we never rigged people to the the bottom of helicopters, yep. but loads, yes. So I could rig a Land Rover. And a load wouldn't spin like that? No, no, it wouldn't spin like that. So Land Rovers, tires, weapons, you'd rig those into the bottom of helicopters, but not loads. Um, and also, unbelievable, have I told you about this before? People get electrocuted from touching the bottom of a helicopter. Because of the, uh, the static, it causes yeah. a lot of static in the blade. So you have a thing to touch on the hook at the bottom, um, and it connects to the ground to ground to the helicopter. It. Yeah, that is really interesting. I didn't know that. Mm. And if you don't do that, you are fucked. You're going to get electrocuted. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, so you you'll get electrocuted. And also, some people for some reason hold the tool you use to ground the vehicle, so they're holding the, the bottom of it, which you don't do either. So you're supposed to just hold the top. Hold the top. So the top, the bottom is touching the ground. There's a hook at the bottom of the helicopter. Yeah. Um, which and you, you just touch it, you or just, you hook it on. Just touch it, touch it, and it discharges the load into the ground. Some idiots hold the device you use to discharge it. So they hold <laughs> in their teeth. <laughs> so yeah. So it discharges through their body. They put the, into they the, put earth. the bottom in their teeth so Arr. that it's off the ground, and then they <laughs> got their hands free. <laughs> Those are that's part of the initiation. Yeah, I've seen people being blown over by the downwash of these these helicopters. Yeah, it's got a hell of a downwash, like, and until you're underneath it, it's you don't know. And yeah. there are actually certain ways to approach a helicopter as well. Different helicopters have different ways of approaching. Mm. So there are accidents you see now and then of people who have been decapitated or have been mauled by blades because they have approached a helicopter. They're not way. too tall for you to get decapitated. Depends where it decapitated. is. Depends where it is. So there's a sag still at the bottom, at the ends. So you have to approach it from a particular direction. Oh. Interesting, right? Crikey. 
Crikey, mate. Crikey. Channeling, you're in the Craig Jones there. It's dangerous being in the army, isn't it? <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Payouts and shit, though. You said this before. Yeah. Life insurance, baby. <laughs> you said this before. Get good life insurance. If you uh, need life insurance, uh, Instagram Jay. <laughs> Instagram me and I will send you to a broker somewhere because I don't deal with life Jay, insurance. But I can make your life insurance premium cheaper by getting you healthier. Q, circle of vigor. If you need a little more vigorosity, uh, Instagram Jay. That is true. Or call him because we did establish that you can call him. You can call me, yeah. Um Okay, so speaking of healthy, mm. uh, one last thing I want to ask you, go as my uh, sort of you know friendly PT <laughs> weigh-ins. Okay, mm. jiu-jitsu weigh-ins mm. typically on the day, right? Yeah. So I was listening to something recently. They were talking about the ADCC moving away from a weigh-in on the day. Okay. What do you think about this? So when do they normally weigh in? Day before. Day before, so people can cut. Weight. And if you're competing in the ADCC, I think you typically weigh in every day, so you've really? got to maintain. Whoa. So you have to be like genuinely kind of at the weight. So unlike um, boxing and MMA, <clears throat> where they weigh in the day before as well, and they rehydrate. You're really pulling that cauliflower today, mate. Are you okay? It's a uh, it's bothering me, mate. I can tell. So, is this one sticking out more, by the way? Because this one feels like... No, I reckon the one you're pulling is not this sticking one. out more. Yeah, because yeah, it got squished yesterday, mate. <laughs> I don't think it's possible to squish them. No, it is. But this oh, yeah. one... I just... They're no, sore. Yeah. They're sore today. I, I can feel it yesterday. I can feel like they're a bit... A bit is know. that why you didn't select to roll with me yesterday? No, I was running with the new folks. I noticed you annoyed... You annoyed me? No, you didn't annoy me. You... Uh, I did not. You obviously avoided me. It's coming out, isn't it? You avoided me. I didn't avoid you. Yes, you did. You avoided me. I made a comment about your biceps and it got in your head. And oh, you that know. was it. Yeah, you, you, you ruined your right to roll me after that. <laughs> <laughs> this was a classic Chris Zinger, this was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bloody bicep curls, mate. <laughs> um, right, weight cutting. <clears throat> I don't know. It's, it's not like the UFC, is it? Do they cut as much weight as they do in MMA? They don't. They my, can't do that. They can't. My view on it is this. The reason why you don't see big weight cuts in jiu-jitsu is because the weigh-in is so close to the event. Yeah. So you're not... Well, I'm not saying you don't see big weight cuts because you obviously do see weight cuts, but you don't see the type of weight cuts that you see in no. UFC, for and, example. And daily weigh-ins, you said. So they have to weigh in multiple times. I think they do, yeah. yeah I think they do. In so, MMA, they cut, they cut weight, generally water, and then they rehydrate post-weigh-in. And this is what is being encouraged by the weigh-in. So the weigh-in... If you do the weigh-in before... Yeah. You're encouraging people to cut water weight. Yeah. And I just don't think that's necessary because if they're genuinely at the weight class, then they should be able to weigh in close to the event yeah. and perform well. I feel like by having the weigh in on the day, you're putting people in more natural weight class. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Alex Pereira, we talked about him earlier. There's no way he's making that weight if he weighs in on the day of that fight. And I'm actually with that, to be honest, because I think... But I, th I don't think the organizations help. So I know with jiu-jitsu, I, th I think it's good to have the weigh-in closer to the fight. It makes you fight in your more natural weight class. But as Michael Bisping says, what advantages are you getting if everyone's cutting weight? Everyone's going to be on the same playing field. Now, there are some people who prefer not to cut weight. I know it does change things slightly. But there are other issues that um, will pop up if you're cutting too much weight. So you are probably more prone to being choked unconscious. And you're more prone to being knocked out if you are lacking water. The hydration your brain's more susceptible to damage 
that that's an issue and also it's bad in the body it, it's very hard on the body it's not a healthy thing to do mm-hmm. to cut weight is it? it i mean it's such an artificial thing because it's like for islam's fight uh, against um why am i forgetting his is it Oliveira? no it, islam's more recent one against um, volkanovsky volkanovsky yeah he, he fought volkanovsky he got accused of iv iv rehydrating with an mm. iv so it's a very unnatural process to like dry yourself out like that and then rehydrate in the yeah. way that they do. Um, and the only real reason for doing the weigh-in the day before, other than the logistical reasons yeah. of you've got a big event and there's a lot of weigh-ins to do, yeah. which I think is possibly part of the argument with the ADCC, yeah. is you know it's making it a little easier for the fighters to hit their weight because they can drop some water yeah. weight if they need to. But certainly for your standard jujitsu comp i just don't i just don't see the requirement for people to be doing water weight cuts just compete yeah. in the weight category you are i kind of get it with professionals you, you kind of want that like advantage. if you're gonna diet down i think that's fair enough yeah so there's there's a difference isn't there? there's a chronic weight cut and an acute weight cut chronic is obviously over time where you're losing actual body fat hopefully not muscle mass um, and the acute is that quick drawing water out of your system, which is a horrible thing to do because you have to not only start dehydrating yourself, then you rehydrate phenomenally, like overhydrate, so your body purges the water. Um, that's a real horrible thing. And generally distilled water as well, which has no minerals in it. And because of that, you're also not having stuff like salts and that to hold the water as it is. So I believe the deaths that they've had from MMA have been a result of weight cut, right? It's tough. People have been pulled out of events because of weight cuts. Yeah. It, it's a really hard thing to do. So in terms, I, I know that MMA rule set a bit better if I don't do MMA, but you follow the weight cut, the weight weighing is a big thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So I think there needs to be more weight classes because it goes 125. So it's all pounds, by the way. So 125, 135, 145, 155. It then jumps to 175. Then it's 100. Sorry, 170, isn't it? 170. Yes. Then 185. And then it jumps again to 205. Yeah. So there are big jumps in between. And it could really do with a 165 pound weight class. And you would have more, na- you'd naturally have that weight class if it was harder to cut the weight, right? Yeah. Because people would naturally fall into that slightly bigger bucket. Yeah, which a lot of people, like Donald Cerrone, yeah. was was one of those and he kind of fell in between. So it yeah. wasn't really a... Because there is a real dark art to being good at weight cuts, isn't there? Yeah. Like I, the first experience I ever had in seeing the weight cut process, and I'm not sure if this is a good example, was um, the UFC Ultimate Fighter se- Season 1. Oh, God, yeah. Where they showed the people trying yeah. to make weight. And, it, and they're holding <laughs> them in the sauna. Yeah. <laughs> it's brutal. It's, it's, it's so bad in the body. Scary. And this is it. So if you actually, you know what, if you take <clears throat> the elite of all sports at the top level, what they're doing is no longer about health. What they're doing is about performance. And that's yeah. nothing to re- You can look at them as healthy, but in that moment, they're not at their healthiest. They might be able to perform at their best for what they need to do, but they're not at their healthiest. So t- going towards the elites of every kind of sport that is actually a sport, and I'm talking darts or anything stupid like that. Power slaps. Power slaps. Do you reckon those guys can't wait? I doubt it, mate. <laughs> is a weight class sport, power slaps? I think, I don't know. That's a good question, actually. Is it a weight class? I don't know. I don't know. Because it or, makes sense that it would be weight class. Yeah, I know. There must be. There must be. I mean, it's dangerous enough as it is. Isn't it? <laughs> Little guys getting absolutely yeah. gay-lied. But uh, no, I think um, to, uh, I think weight cuts are a, a hard thing to do. 
And I think it's really detrimental in the body. And there's only so many you can do. So you're an advocate for weight cut, weight weigh in on the day. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Just just to stop it. And you know what? All change weight classes. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fixed it, mate. Like I know some people even that we train with will try and cut weight for a competition. I don't think there's anything with dropping weight for anything wrong with dropping weight for a competition. But I the think the acute cuts, though. Yeah, I think you've got to you've got to drop that weight over time. You don't want to be. You know, and you've got to be thinking about why, why is the weight cut necessary? Yeah. Like I spoke to Brad recently and he was looking at a competition yeah. and I think he wanted to, he was suggesting he might try and drop four or five kilos okay. to, to go get into to... the weight class he needed. Cause his weight is, I can't remember what he weighs. I think he'll be ultra heavy at the moment. Won't he? He's ultra heavy yeah. and he would have to drop four or five kilos to get to super heavy. Super heavy. Uh, but the reality is, is I don't know as you really necessarily need to do that he's strong for his weight he's strong yeah. i'd say so. I mean, there are not many i don't think he's going to come across a ton of ultra heavyweights that's optimum for their size yeah i think so this doesn't sound a bit of a slam i don't mean it to be but when you see ultra heavyweights at competitions then they normally are carrying a bit of extra weight that they don't need <laughs> sounds like a lot of a slam is it <laughs> I thought I said that really nicely. Sounds like one of those things that the little guys say when they're away from the map. <laughs> <laughs> Big guys don't like us little guys doing spinneroonies around the legs. Spinneroonies. Spinneroonies. <laughs> that that's that technique term. that you might not have heard of before called a spinneroonie. Yeah, a spinneroonie. That's a technical term, mate. <laughs> they don't like it, do they, mate? No. No. Um, but yeah, they're generally carrying a bit <laughs> too much weight that was is going to hold them back. It's one, making them unhealthy. And two, you're going to gas. Your cardio is not going to be good carrying that weight. I'm not saying you need to have a six pack. You don't need to be shredded. Can you see your dick? <laughs> what? I think, that's a, <laughs> I think that's a good marker of, is your belly too big? <laughs> I've lost it, Jay. I don't know what to say. <laughs> do you, do say. you disagree though? <laughs> I think it's problematic if you can't. Exactly right. That's a good measurement. I don't know if that's an actual thing. Is it not a thing? Do, do, do people get to that stage where they what, can't? they can't see their dick? Is that a hundred percent, mate? A hundred percent. You don't think it is? You imagine, mate, you've seen some bellies out there, mate. Some of those bellies are big. And <laughs> they are blocked. I mean, look, your dick's got to be big to, yeah, to, to get through it. you can still lean over and see, right? <laughs> I'm trying to put, put myself in the mindset, Chris. <laughs> But you're having a mindset. Yeah, no, I think so, mate. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you, you look. You don't even. You don't need to measure it with your dick or anything <laughs> like that. You, you know, if you're carrying weight, that is going to hold you back. Yeah, that is it. I think the one the, the one thing you don't want in jujitsu is you don't want to get to the point where your you feel like your energy is lacking because yeah. you've done a weight cut. <clears throat> yeah, this is it, right? Because <clears throat> the <laughs> I was shocked. First time I did a jiu-jitsu competition and how exhausting it is. Yeah, what, the wake up? Because it, you know, well, no, the, the actual event. Oh, right. Because you do not, as someone who played rugby, yeah. uh, you know, 80-minute rugby game, yeah. I did not expect to be as tired as I was having done a five-minute grappling match. Yeah, what is it? Everything's, it's exhausting. It, it's intent, isn't it? Everything's with intent. I don't know. And you get used to it, though, don't it's you? It's so exhausting. You get used to the comps. You do, but it's still, it's still very tiring, isn't it? For five minutes can be you don't find it tiring i used to you don't get tired after you do not so much now matches. but that's i used to though i used to be like man my grips burn it out i thought yeah. wow i can really feel this but 
I think in the last year, I think I've nailed my 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 my, my way of comping. It's 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 more the way I roll on the mat, but it's just more intense. But I feel good though. How do you find your recent comp? Really fun, really fun. That was great actually, and a really good learning experience. So yeah. I didn't learn anything from the first one. So the first my first round, I won submission. Bit of a modified. Uh, you learned something from the last one. You learned to work on your triangle defense. Oh, sorry, no, the last last one. Yeah, so so yeah. The, the one I did in London when I got triangled. It's good because it paid off in this one. Because I quite attempted to try and it's not happening. No, um, but then my first round, I beat the guy uh, with a submission in a, in what a couple was of minutes. It? it was a modified bow and arrow. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was a knee on the neck. <laughs> knee on the neck. Bow arrow. When I saw that video, I really thought you were going to try and step over and pick him. I couldn't up. because I didn't have, he was holding his hand. You wanted to. So though, I, couldn't, right? I couldn't do it. You wanted to. You know what? I want to, but I don't think I will. I think it's unnecessary. <laughs> It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Violence. Yeah. Um, so we didn't do that, which is fine. Um, I did the chair sit pass though. That, um, Zay showed us at the, uh, at the seminar. Mm, chair yes. sit, sit him on the yeah, ledge, which is always yeah, yeah. good. And then in the final, the guy, as you said, Chris, got his game going before I got mine going, and he did a lovely half butterfly sweep. What was his game? Butterfly. Half butterfly. So he pulled into a butterfly. <laughs> he pulled game? into uh, collar sleeve actually. No. Pull into collar sleeve. Try to try and go. That's a safe. I was gonna say because you need a transitionary guard. Yeah. So yeah, he pulled into um, uh, collar sleeve. Uh, went for a triangle. Went not today or ever. Mm. <laughs> um, and then we got reset back to the middle. And in my complacency and lack of awareness, he set up a really. As soon as he grabbed my um, my left arm because he took me this way to my left, I should have recognised that he was gonna do that butterfly. That half butterfly sweep, and it was oh, clean. Yeah. Once really they've clean. got that arm, it's quite. It was nice, to man. It was really yeah. good. It was so clean. When I went over, I was like, "That's that's pretty good." But then I thought, I took up play half guard. He was also very good at killing my space. I needed to regain a good half guard, yeah. which meant he passed the guard. Yeah. So he got seven points pretty much straight away, and then I was just fighting off my back. And he pointed out a mistake I made though. When he went, I went to turtle. He went to try to take my back. I looked up for some reason. Just looked around, looked around the arena. I went under my neck. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's fine you got distracted I, I don't know what it was I don't know why I looked around so I fought that off and then by the time I came back on top uh, I only had a minute to work so um, so what was late. the final score? 7 nothing. Um, 7 nothing. so, so you yeah. got stuck in his guard on the top yeah so what happened he um, he went to back to his half butterfly but I knew he wanted to sweep me so when he went for that sweep as soon as he grabbed the arm I managed to do hip switch and come around but my mistake there is I didn't release this co- one of his collars with my hand, which should have controlled his bottom leg. Had I controlled his bottom leg, I may have secured a pass to get points. Because I knew I had to get a pass for three points. I was going to go knee on belly yeah. to get two points and then mount to yeah. get ahead in points. Too but good. I had a very limited time to work. But it was great because off the back of that, I've now been defending half butterflies, but also been doing half butterfly sweeps. <laughs> They're really good. So you, um, so thank you, pretty, Dean. E- pretty evenly matched final by the sounds of it it was good it was really good although he's won seven nil in jiu-jitsu you know it doesn't necessarily mean it's not quite an even no and it felt good it felt good nice dude um another bloody hendry his name was hendry was it yeah but shout out to him he's really cool yeah nice nice dude i i I had a really good time really good time and and that's the whole thing the reason why i had a good time is because of what i took away from it defending half butterfly sweeps my triangle defense at some point oh and i can do half butterfly sweeps Really good off the back of it. Nice. Yeah, that was really nice. So just keep going. In my opinion, for me personally, uh, competitions give you a bit of a bump of experience. Yeah. 
And I think that's nice, nice to have. And on to the next, whenever it may be. Well, there's one in May, and I might do one at the end of the month. Wow. You're really on the competition train. Yeah, I need to... I don't know. I just like it. It's fun. It's but I didn't feel tired. No gi? No. I prefer gi. <laughs> Let's put it out there. I prefer gi. You wouldn't know because you've never tried it. I've tried it. It's fine. No gi comp? You've never done a no gi comp, right? Once. Oh, you have? I yeah. didn't think you'd ever done one. Once. Well, what were you then? A white belt. It was like my first comp. A white belt? Yeah. You haven't done a Nogi comp since White Belt? No. Interesting. And I may never. Interesting. I like my pyjamas, mate. Mm. I like wearing my geese. Yeah. It's cool. I just prefer, I think I do prefer it. I think I do prefer gi. Because I was trying to identify why I don't, I'm, not, I'm just not interested in no gi and the competitions. It's because I prefer the gi. <laughs> so I'm investing my time doing uh, gi competitions. Which is interesting to me because you come to a lot of the Nogi sessions. I like doing Nogi. Exactly. Which is curious to me. But I prefer the Gi. <laughs> I still prefer the Gi. Even when you're training? Mm-hmm. Even when I'm training, I still prefer the Gi. Yeah. Yeah. It was so slippery last night. <laughs> I was in everyone's crevices. <laughs> it was a slippery one. And it was a, it was a pungy one, It worked it? to my advantage because I managed to slip out of the leg lock. Oh, I slipped out of a few things way. yesterday. <laughs> And I was like, I don't know if I'm getting out of that normally or whether it was just No, there's today. too much friction, isn't there? <laughs> right, Chris, so that's, uh, is that number 11? Number 11. Legs 11. Legs 11 done. Legs 11 is done. Legs 11 is done. Right, guys, you can find us as always. You want to reach out to us? Reach out to us. You want to pay us? Pay us. <laughs> Give us some money. Give us some food. Pay us. How would they do that? Um, Monzo me. <laughs> <laughs> Circle of Vigor and Monzo. I'll, I'll share some with Chris. Do not send anybody to Jay. <laughs> or do, because Chris will benefit. Chris, you'll get at least something out of it. So will if, I? Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to find us, guys, uh, first of all, if you want to find us and train with us, on your own head, be it. <laughs> <laughs> Come down. Come down to um, Southern Tribes, Milton Keynes. Yep, we are. We are good. We, we, we are waiting. A lot for you. of new people at the moment, so cool, now is a it? really good time. And we're so welcoming. If you've been thinking about it for a while, now is the time to do it because there's a lot of noobs. There are a lot of noobs, yeah. Exactly. And we may not even let you roll with the other noobs because you guys <laughs> together are dangerous. Speaking of noobs, Ash was like, "Where is this place?" When he arrived at training, because <laughs> uh, I was like, "Oh yeah, it's a bit like uh, in the basement, a bit like yeah. Fight Club." Yeah, yeah, a bit like Fight Club. It's, on, it's underground. Everyone up to the rugby club. Yeah, they're like it's downstairs. I was like, "This looks like a legitimate establishment." Yeah, that, that's because you're in the wrong place. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all downstairs. Go to go to the unmarked door. Knock four times. Yeah, the metal door. <laughs> where you're not getting in or out, depending on what side you're on. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's, come, it's come a rough and ready environment. We are, we are great academy. We'll welcome you. You're going to feel at home. Um, the feedback we get is really good. So come down and train with us. Absolutely. Um, if you want to see some amazing reels or ticker talks, then uh, find us. You can find us on Instagram at Better Than Average Pod. Oh, you can find us on TikTok at Better Than Average Pod. You can't find us on Twitter at all. You can find us on Facebook. Better Than Average Pod. And guess what? No politics. It's no politics. We don't talk about politics. No politics. But we do talk about. We're not really qualified to talk about. It. No, or care about it because nerds, you dorks. <laughs> <laughs> Other than to tell you which party Herc likes the best. 
Which party? Oh yeah, yeah. I got to take him around to the um, the thing. I might take him to the voting thing. Take him to the polling station. Yeah, I might take him to the polling station. Yeah, you'll get arrested. You think so? They'll be like this guy. This guy with a Rottweiler has come down. <laughs> they'll they'll describe you to the police. They're going to say this guy, cauliflower Rottweiler, tattoos, has come down and he's putting his Clearly. dog next to everyone and then seeing if it barks. Clearly, wants to vote <laughs> Independence Party. <laughs> Is that a judgmental thing? I got a thing through the post the other day from the Republican Party. Have you had one of these? Republican Party? Um, what even is that? Is that American? So it's a anti, um, anti-monarchy thing. Anti- oh. It's got a picture on it, not my king. I was like, this is controversial. Why? Because he is your king. <laughs> who, who would be your king otherwise? You know? I was like, oh my God. This Come has on, started. Man. King Tommy Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can I just say, I weren't very political there. Um, I don't support... Tommy hey, Robinson. Do I don't that? know. What's wrong with we'll you? We'll keep it in here. I don't support Tommy Robinson. I don't care for him or care against him. Jay, we were so close to get to the end. Very neutral in this matter. If you like him, so close. Fine. He's a bit of a dick, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> we were so close. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, you can find us on all those platforms where we don't talk politics, <laughs> but you have some fun times looking at our reels. Yeah, absolutely. It's great, isn't it? We put a lot of time and effort into those. We really enjoy them. How can you not enjoy and them? And you will enjoy them even more so. Yeah. So send us uh, a like. Send us a five-star review. Yeah, leave a lovely On your review. podcasting platform. We'd really appreciate that. that. That helps us out a lot. You And again, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Google, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, because I was going to say Anchor, but Anchor is now Spotify for podcasters. So it's just Spotify. <laughs> Anchor on Spotify. <laughs> I've butchered this, mate. People are well confused. <laughs> Just go Jay, get us. Jay, what has happened to you? You had some sort of mental I feel breakdown. like we've had a podcast stroke. <laughs> Not we, you. Oh, yeah. And you, by association. <laughs> My brainwaves travel through these cables into your brain. <laughs> right. <laughs> Guys, they run out. 